Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip Hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. Okay, here we go. Tuesday action right here. Tuesday, Tuesday Taz Show, Tuesday, that's right. Welcome everyone. We are live right now on the Radio.com app or at TazShow.com. You can watch or listen every day at TazShow.com. Maybe listen to the Audio On Demand, the podcast version at Play.it. Tune in, Spotify, or iTunes. I appreciate all of that. Thank you very much for the support. Or you're checking out the uh, Video On Demand at TazShow.com. You can do that 24-7, any day you want. That's your call. Of course you're nothing. That's how we roll here on the Taz Show. Uh, welcome, everyone. We're going to have a very busy show here today. Uh, we will do some uh, uh, Raw. Uh, I saw Raw, so I'll talk a little bit about my thoughts and opinions on that and some stuff that went on there with uh, Jason Jordan's stuff. Uh, Emma, I have some things to say about. Uh, uh, Bailey, all sorts of stuff. Uh, you know, I have Mike Johnson will be on here with the PW Inside Report. Mike will be on here via Skype. That'll be a little later on. We'll do some Facebook Live a little later on at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. And, uh, and that's the deal on that. So we'll get into some house cleaning in a second. If you want to call the show, that's easy. That's easy. That's something you can do every day, guys. Every day. Yep, every day you can do that. You know where you do it? I'll tell you where you do it. And it's also a very easy process. Attention hotline fans. Very simple process, I should say. 866-475-2948. That's an 866 Four seven five two nine four eight. So you can do that any day you'd like. Um, let me uh, introduce the producer of the show, the audio producer. That is, he's also the business development man, biz dev guy. He manages the show from afar. He spearheads things, or at least gets Seth's opinion and acts like it's his. Uh, they call him the lumber biscuit, the lumber jobber, the lumber bum, Captain Ginger, uh, big boy. Meet Jones uh, or Dennis, they call him too. He is the lumberjack. Timber! Uh, yes. Dennis. Yes. Right. So, uh, so we'll do a little house cleaning here. I got to give an update also on the Big Bamboozle Before Brooklyn. That's the big potential. Big, big show. Big, big Bamboozle Before Brooklyn. The Big Taz show on Friday before SummerSlam. Uh, and the percentage that we're at. We're still not 100% guaranteed it's going to happen. We're at a percentage, and I'll get into that in a second. Okay? Uh, and before we do that, let me... Actually, that'll be in-house cleaning. Let's do house cleaning right now. Sorry, in a three, two, one. It's time for Taz to do some house cleaning. Tidying up all the schmutz and other bullshit on the Taz Show. I couldn't help but notice that I'm wearing the uh, new spitball t-shirt. Yes, I'm wearing it. Uh, that's right, the man who's running the game. I'm running the game! Uh, you can get this t-shirt that I'm wearing right here. Uh, right here, you can get this t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com and just put in a T-A-Z in a search bar and you'll see it. That's right, Pro Wrestling Tees. You can go do that there. Spitballing. Dennis wrote yesterday, I'm wearing it today and it looks better on me. 
Okay, oh, so by far. no one asked you. Okay, great. So now, uh, back to house cleaning. Uh, Vince Wolfalk. Yeah, you guys know Vince Wolfalk, right? Big defensive tackle, played at University of Miami. Big, huge man. Uh, great success with the New England Patriots. Uh, where the hell was it before that? Damn, I'm drawing a blank. Miami. Thank you. No, University of Miami. Yeah, yeah. He went straight from, he was drafted by the Patriots. Oh, he was? I, I thought he was at another pro team. Oh, well, the Texans. He, Texans, the last yeah, couple jobber, years. exactly. That's right, that's where he was. I should have called you a jobber. I should have called you a bum. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you are correct on that, sir. But he uh, he retired. Yeah, this guy had a great career, no doubt about it. Fierce. You know, uh, he's uh, a lot of nightmares for me when I was a Jet fan. And as a, with him, you know, knocking, locking down that nose guard position. And as I am in the uh, Buffalo Bills realm as a fan, he was a nightmare for that too. Thing is, this guy retired. Oh, why is that? Why is that newsworthy? Well, a couple of reasons. He had a great career. Why is it in house cleaning? Well, because a lot of times you put stupid shit in house cleaning, and that's kind of what this was. Because the guy retired on a—he's sponsored by a barbecue uh, company. I'm not naming names because they don't spend money with my show, so I won't name their name. But. He retired in a 60-second commercial. Now, I'm sure this was a great idea in some creative meeting with this you know, barbecue company in a boardroom, you know, in an office somewhere in Texas, you know, in an air-conditioned office with all these wealthy barbecue executives. No, you know what? It was stupid. Okay, it was absolutely, completely stupid. Okay, I watched it, and it was dumb. This guy's career wasn't dumb. This guy's career was great. But the way he retired, I'm not a fan. It was creative, I guess, but it doesn't mean it was good. Did you see this, Dennis? I did. I found it humorous. Yeah. And it was also food-related, so I was right in my wheelhouse. Well, you're a silly man, so that's the other reason why. Hey, Ant, video producer extraordinaire. Anthony, did you see this? I did not. I'm actually kind of excited to nah, see it. Yeah, you're not missing much. So, uh, so that's a deal on the Vince Wolfhawk. Also, I tend to give you a little update on what's going on with the Big Bamboozle uh, before Brooklyn. The BBBB. Four Bs, that is. Uh, four Bs. That's one, two. Yes, three, four. So, yes, the Big Bamboozle before Brooklyn. Yesterday, we, we rose up to 91%. We were on the climb. We were on the climb. We did. We rose up. And everybody was impressed with that, right? Everybody around impressed that was doing the show? Oh, people were clamoring. We rose 91 up. higher. They higher. came higher. <laughs> well, guess what? Stalemate Jones. We are still sitting at 91%. Dennis, you've been seeing emails. There's a teeny bit of pushback going on, and yours truly is not a happy man. You know that. I'm just saying. There's going to be a meeting meeting after the show today with just me and someone else at the closed doors. That's not true. A double meeting. Yeah, alone though. Me with someone. Correct? Yes. Oh. And, it's, and it's not me for once, so no, I'm, I'm very happy. You will be nowhere near that door. You will make sure you're nowhere near. Oh, yeah. Taz making friends at the office. So. <laughs> yeah, get a little pushback. Stalemate, 91% with locked in there right now. It's okay, we got a little time. We got about seven, eight days, nine, ten days, twelve, six days. How many days we got? Test one, two. We got five days, four, seven, I'll ten. Say eleven. Whatever it is, we're not there yet. So we gotta see what happens. It's a little nerve-wracking. I would never go on the air and tease or talk about something that's gonna be done with this show creatively in the studio. If I wasn't told 
for sure that we were doing it. I basically got just about locked in info that we were, so yeah, maybe, all right, let me back up a little bit. Hold on a second. Maybe I, maybe I jumped the gun a teeny bit, a little bit, but come on. I, I had a lot of email confirmation and, and oh, we can, all these different members at CBS that I could do the big bamboozle before Brooklyn. So we'll get a little pushback. So we got to see what happens. I think because they didn't like the fact that I opened my mouth the way I did on the air yesterday. They said that I made a big, big deal out of it to bring you guys behind the scenes. Like too big of a deal. Well, I said, uh, unlike you guys, I do something called promotion. <laughs> they didn't find that funny, Dennis. Uh, you were in this meeting. Uh, I chuckled. They, I know you did. And Anthony was like, whoo <laughs> He thought it was funny. So, I mean, but we all have the sense of humor. The big wigs didn't think that part was funny. And I said, well, look, I was just promoting. Yeah, but you, you went off and on and on and on and on about this big bamboos. I go, I didn't go. I, I, dude, I said I mentioned it once. One time I said I mentioned it. Will you stop? They didn't buy that part. You know what I mean? So that's the deal on that. Uh, what else we got? Well, that's it. And that was house cleaning. Hope you enjoyed it. All right, so... um. I'm going to get into Raw here in a second. A little later on, we'll do some spitballing with sports. Uh, I think we have a new open for spitballing with sports, correct? We do have a new open. Yesterday's was not successful. Yesterday sucked. Today's hopefully won't. Yeah. I haven't heard it yet, but have confidence. Because the biz dev guy spearheaded it. That's you. Once you're involved, Dennis, I know that it is money. Stop! So. Thanks for that vote of confidence. (laughs) I appreciate it. So a lot of you slunkers are calling the show, and I'll get to you guys in a second. Hang in there, kids. Uh, so Raw last night, I, 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 some things that jumped out to me, I mean, I'll get into the beginning of it in a few minutes, like the opening segment when Heyman and Brock came out and all that jazz, uh, which was cool, actually. But um, Jason Jordan is just, for me, something I just need to, I, I didn't want to talk about because a lot of folks noticed that last night he came out and he was wearing gold. He had everything he had... Uh, his singlet was, did you see this, Dennis? His singlet was like half, mostly gold. He's, he had gold knee pants on. Um, I'm looking at his boots. They're not gold yet. Yet. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, his video wall, they, they bled some gold in there. Oh, it's coming. Uh-huh. Full throttle gold. Is, I'm telling you, it's coming. So someone's saying, oh, you were hacked. I got a lot of tweets. I'm like, oh, come on. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it's coming. Um, I got to tell you, if Jason Jordan and Emma... Were listening to my show yesterday. They were probably like, "Damn, too bad Taz isn't writing this thing," because I, I feel like both of them. Uh, I'm going to exaggerate what I'm about to say, so bear with me. I'm just saying this for I don't know how to word this. Uh, I guess just for conversation. Okay, both of them were kind of poo-pooed on yesterday, in my opinion, in separate fashion. You know. Jason Jordan was not put in a position of success last night. This is my blunt opinion. He was not. You're in Toronto, uh, and you have him come out and with the smile on. It's disingenuous feel because he's just got a heel. He's got so much heel tendencies. People don't buy the story that he's Kurt Angle's son. They're not sucking into the story. Uh, Not only that, you're in Canada, and then you have a kid who's a hometown boy come out that Kurt just grabs literally in backstage the way they did the storyline of it. Not, not, the, not the story, you know, the angle of it. I mean, he knew he was going to work with the kid. But the way they did that, he's from Canada. So you know they're going to be pooping on Jordan, bef- you know, 
right away because he's wrestling a kid from their country. Um, so right there, you put him in a position of failure. Before that, he was getting booed even before the guy came out, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, I mean, so, so you know, it. they're trying to push him. And you could tell just by the first couple of sentences by Miz in the opening segment, he called out Jason Jordan. He wanted Jason Jordan on the uh, Miz TV. And then Kurt came out and said, no, 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 you're not going to get him. So that's that's a push, guys. That's trying to push him more to make him in such high demand, Jason Jordan, that even the Miz needs to talk to him. Like, come on, please. You think people, are, they don't buy this? Come on, stop. You understand what I'm saying here, Dennis? Like, that's yes, what they I did do. there. That's... They're, they're trying, that's just a bigger push-push. And I respect the fact they're trying to push them. They're going to be wrong. I do. But I just think they're going the wrong way. I think you got to, now, just after last night, I think you got to go rapido, schnell, towards that heel side of things with this kid. Um, and <clears throat> after yesterday's show, and me talk, my show, talking about Jason Jordan and Emma, where Emma's like, you know, uh, telling Kurt, look, <clears throat> I'm paraphrasing, but, if you don't start, you know, giving me a push, I'm going to date your son, that type of thing. So what I'm thinking, like I said yesterday, I think it really, after, especially last night, if they didn't, they gave Emma a chance to work and she was in a good freeway. It was a good match. Don't get me wrong, it was. But just had to tap out to Sasha, you know, and, and there's, there's, there's no shame in tapping. I get that. But, you know, she's got no juice behind her, Emma, right now. You know, I really thought in watching that match, that, that, that female match, that three-way, what was it, Sasha? It was... Emma uh, and Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. Sorry, I couldn't remember Alicia. I thought it was a very good match. Okay, I did. I really thought, maybe I'm a mark, but I thought that, you know, uh, I, I thought that maybe there's a chance Emma was going to win this match. <laughs> I don't know why. I thought they were going to gonna stop pushing this girl. You know, um, they didn't. They had to tap out. I mean, they, they didn't even have to beat her. And I, I just feel like, well... You could have done so much more with both Emma and Jordan if you put them together. If you do the gimmick, like I said yesterday, where you have Emma, where she's just, you know, she likes Jason Jordan kind of, but she's using Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan is just smitten over her, and he don't see that she's working him, and he gets sucked in, and they both, they're both heels then eventually. Kurt Angle, obviously, as the dad, is furious because now uh, Jason is taking his eye off the ball, and he's distracted by this girl who Kurt feels is going to ruin his career. That type of thing. It's it's a very easy story to tell uh, and to translate on television. It's super easy, and it's uh, sometimes easy is the best. What they're doing now with both of them is like, Emma, they're doing really nothing with? I don't see anything. Am I missing something? Nope, they are... <laughs> li- almost literally doing nothing. I mean, her. I'm not saying she didn't get a put. I mean, she got a good amount of TV time last night, which was cool for her. And they got her interacting on Twitter with Kurt, which is cool. So it's quasi-push. Jason Jordan, they're pushing, so I'm not saying they're pu- not pushing him. But he's not... He, he, he is not over. Like, he's he's getting like... This is not Roman Reigns heat. This is like, I don't care about you heat. Like, this is like, whatever, dude. You know, this is not like a new guy. He's been around. He was in the tag team deal with his with his partner there and for a long time in NXT and WWE. You know what I mean? So it's like this is not a, a green kid. This is not a new character. It's not. You know, they're, they're revamping him. But also by the past couple of weeks by making like, oh, he's going to have his first match on Raw. His first, and they're making like this is such a big deal. It, it's, 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 it's insulting to wrestling fans' intelligence. 
to make it like this is his first match. Yeah, you're not lying. It was his first match on Raw last week or the week before, whatever the hell it was. It, it's not a lie. It was his first singles match on Raw. I got it. But come on. I mean, like, really, you got to realize that wrestling fans are much more sophisticated and intelligent than that. And not just the hardcore fan. Not just the smart marks. The, the, the casual fan, you know, is not stupid. I mean, there's something called the internet and social media, which you, WWE, push harder than hell. And you do an amazing job pushing your social media. Well, you have a lot of casual fans that are watching, listening, looking at your social media because you push it so well. Well, they become smart. <laughs> and when they become smart, you can't book down to them. When you book down to them, that's insulting to them. I'm talking about the casual fan here. It's just too heavy for seg one, Dennis. I'm really, I'm really like, you know what I mean, bro? Like, I'm getting, you know, you see what's going on. Like, I'm getting. Whew. The passion is strong today. Ah, it's just the talent. It's not just the passion. It's just the talent. Well, it's I a mean, combo that, of the two. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, passion is strong. What are you implying? My passion is weak sometimes? Is that what you're saying? Is no, you I mean, said? it's always. That your, was the Your passion is always there. Oh, but it sounds like. But I today it's just stronger than ever. No, this is what I do. I know when to mail it in. I know when to bring my game, sir. That's called being a pro. You understand? That's what that is. Yeah, friend. but even when you mail it in, it's better than 99%. 91%, I guess, would be the number. <laughs> yeah, 91%. Damn. That pissed me off, these people. It's 91%. But anyway, I, I think that... um, I think they, they really, like, rapidly need to reevaluate what they're going to do with Jason Jordan. That's the first thing. And... Obviously, there's more money invested in Jordan than there is in Emma. But they even mentioned, the announcers mentioned last night about Emma with the Kurt Angle thing. Doran, Jason Jordan's match, I think, right? Yes. Was it Doran's match? I believe so. I think you're right. Well, so, I think you're right. <laughs> that's true. Um, I, I don't know. I just think you got to really, you got an opportunity to take Jason Jordan Definitely, it, you, you, I said it like a week or two weeks or whatever the hell it was. He's he's a heel. He's a heel. It, it, when someone smiles and you cringe because he's got this million-dollar smile. He's got a great smile, but maybe girls like it. So as a man, I should say, I think most men, when they see Jason Jordan smile, it's like eh, you kind of want to fight him. Like, you know, like it's like, you know, he's a good-looking kid. So... That's great. That's great. That's money. The face is money, man. And that kind of a heel smirk, like The Rock did that so well when he was a heel. I mean, you know, when you're a good-looking guy, you can do that. You know, and, and that's the I'm not knocking Jason Jordan. I'm actually putting him over. Um, I'm just saying, like, it, it's it's a, um, you know, it, 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 they have an opportunity with this guy. But what I, I sadly think is going to happen is they're going to just keep pushing him the way they want to push him. And I hope I'm wrong. Because he's going to fail miserably. And I'm not wishing that on a kid. But they just try to push him as a baby face. They're going to have a, um, you know, uh, similar to Roman Reigns on their, their hands. But Roman's over. This guy's not over. Roman got over because the Shield helped get over, help him get over. And that's Segway Eyelash. So he was kind of branded from Jump Street. You know, I mean, American Alpha didn't get the push that the Shield got. So my point in mentioning American Alpha is... You know, we saw Jason Jordan a lot, you know, um, and it was not, it was with, you know, Gable in American Alpha, and he got over. And, it, you know, it, it's, 
I mean, they got over, I should say. But not long, not as long as the shield got over. Does this make sense? Not as long as the shield got pushed. So I mentioned both those groups, uh, you know, tag team and, and the shield. Be- I mean, uh, and uh, the shield and uh, American, American Alpha. Alpha because it's you got Roman Reigns coming out of one and you got uh, Jason Jordan coming out of the other. It, but it, they're different. There's a different feel between Jason Jordan and Roman Reigns. Now, Roman Reigns as a single has been pushed like forever and pushed hard. You know, but I'm just saying he, Roman Reigns, feel, felt like a bigger star when he he was out of the shield as opposed to this kid here, Jason Jordan, leaving American Alpha. Does that, do you agree with that or not, Dennis? you get me on that? Absolutely. The shield, I mean, the shield was a dominant force. Yes, they, they, right, uh, that's right. They came, I mean, their first, when they first broke in, they like, Tore apart. I want to say it was Ryback and CM Punk. I have no match. idea what they um, did. All I know is they they did some impressive then, stuff. They got over. I mean, coming through the crowd, the the whole nine that they really invested in the Shield and it paid off. All three of those guys are. Yeah. I mean, regardless how you feel about Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, I mean, all of them are over. And fact, fact. Okay, you don't. You come to. Yeah. You can keep going. Yeah, if you <laughs> have done. more, I mean, I got all day. I mean, America Alpha. They got a little push, and then it just didn't translate on SmackDown, and then. You didn't see him for a while, and then right. all of a sudden, well, Jason Jordan was correct. Kurt Angle's kid. That's it. I know, and, and it's like they act like he's new. Like, yeah. oh, look, my little kid. Yeah, I was like, no, he's been here. You know, he's... Okay, so, uh, look, I think that what you got to do is, is you, you definitely got to reevaluate what's going on here, and you got to look at what's going on with, with, with this guy, Jason Jordan. You got something there. Look, you know he's athletic enough. You know he's talented enough in the ring. Okay, you know all of that. Um, you know he's got charisma when he's working. Uh, and you know he's got this million-dollar smile. Okay, you know he's a good-looking guy. You know he's in great shape. So you got all these positive things with this kid. So there's money there. There is. But you got to be careful right now what you do with him. And I think that's the most important thing. Deciding how and what you're going to do with this guy. And, and you got to revamp him now after he just got revamped. And I'm not saying change him completely. He can still go with my idea of him wearing all gold and doing all that because there's gold in his veins. And he could quasi do both, where he's got that, like I said the other day, where he's got this pressure on himself that he wants to be better than his father. And it's ambitious. And Michael Cole, as a the play-by-play guy, can help tell Jason Jordan, help that story big time, that he's putting all this pressure on himself. They're not showing us this. They're not doing this. But this is fantasy booking. But if he puts that pressure on himself... It'll make him even more intense and more focused and all this kind of jazz. Meanwhile, you got the girl in Emma that's trying to play grab ass with him. And he's taking the bait. You know what I mean? And he gets smitten with her. And now you got those two things where his father, Kurt Angle, who actually is over. So out of the three of them, Kurt Angle, over. Emma, not over. Jason Jordan, not over. Back to what I said. Kurt Angle, over. You use Kurt to get those other two over. It, it's a layup. Instead of just putting this kid out there, got to get over, and then Emma, you're just using her for nothing. She's a good enough talent to push her and get her over, especially that you planted the seed with this story. Now, maybe I was thinking last night, okay, maybe they're going to go this way eventually with Emma and, and Jason Jordan. I got to tell you guys, After I think last night was one of the main opportunities because it was a fresh, hot little storyline on social media with her and last week what she said to Kurt about her, his son and what happened on social media by her tweeting what she tweeted. 
Can they still do this? Yes. They can do the love angle with Jordan and Emma. They can. I just really think last night was the real opportunity to do it. I really believe that completely. Totally. Uh, totally believe it. Swing and a miss. <laughs> no. <laughs> Things happen at times. This is what we said. This is what we're saying. You can give your off the hooks, by the way, guys, in this uh, this this whole week. Off the hook topic this week, we were doing it yesterday, is Chinese food off the hook. Now, we're trying to go take out here, guys. No hamburgers. Yeah, that, that, yeah, thank you for putting up that graphic, Anthony. You read my mind. Uh, book your three match mini super card. Uh, yes, the hamburger line by Dennis is about his buddy. Um, what's his name? Big man. Uh, Willie Chuck. Willie Chuck. You'll check out the poll. Give us an update. We put a poll up. <laughs> Willie Chuck made a comment yesterday. He gave his off the hooks and for a hamburger in there with soy sauce. Which uh, had it ended up me banning him for the week from the show. He's on. He's suspended. So we put up a poll. What's the poll say? There's first off. There's half an hour left to vote, so it's still open. The poll says: Should Willie Chuck be banned from hashtag the Taz Show for the week due to his Chinese food off the hooks? And there's three options: mm. Yes, no, and then uh, I don't give a shit. That's the third one. Who gives? But, Who gives a shit? And uh, that's the leader with 56% right now. Who gives a shit is leading uh, with 56%. Did we get like over 20 people vote? I mean, yeah. A little over 20, yeah. 22. (laughs) Yes. Yes, 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 yes. All right, good, interesting. That's interesting stuff. It's Willie Chuck, you poor bastard. You, you shouldn't have did what you did. So, uh, really, you, you got to People were defending him on Twitter. Yeah, you got you to really. They weren't defending him? No, people were. They were defending Willie Chuck. Now, Why would you defend him on a hamburger for freaking uh, f- uh, for Chinese food? They were like, oh, for, yeah, first off, there's that. And then secondly, they were like, oh, well, will you mix in the soy sauce with the ground beef? And it was like, no, no. Really, Chuck was using it as a condiment. Oh, yeah, we can't do that. Hey, Norman in California, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say there, buddy? Hey, good moment, Taz and Dennis. Good moment, buddy. Hey, how's it going? Good, bud. Good. Um, I just wanted to uh, put a couple of segments of the show over, then get my off the hooks, and then I had some advice for the Just, the just Talk Wrestling people. Yes, go for it. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, which ones you want me to get first? Hey, it's your call, bro. Any way you want. You go for it. I'm prepared. All right. Well, um, I'll do the I'll do my off the hook. All right, good idea. All right, so now you know the, what? Why don't you talk about the uh, the just talk wrestling people? Oh, okay, that's fine. Well, no, you know what? I, no, I, dude, dude, I'm sorry, Norman. Maybe it's better to go with the off the hooks because I was just talking about the Chinese food off the hooks. So it might better segue, don't you think, Norman? Yeah, I think I think so. Talk, do that. All right, so um, I have it would flow rest- better that way. I think you know what I mean. I think I think so. All right, I good. think so. All right, so the first round I have... All right, and begin, and begin. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, I, I got the paper wrap chicken versus egg drop soup. I have no idea what paper wrap well, chicken yeah, is. What? what the hell is that? What is that, dude? It's, it's, got, it's just like ch- chicken that's baked in foil, and then you open... Oh, okay, yeah, I, I actually do. There's a name for that, dude. I don't know, I don't know what it is. Okay, oh, what's the next well, one? What's the next one? I got the uh, shrimp lo mein versus the kung pao beef. Hey, kung pao, kung pao chicken. Kung pao! I like the kung pao chicken, but you did kung pao beef. I like that. Okay. Yeah, and then this one, I know it's a easy, uh, simple one, but this place I go to uh, where I live has a really good orange chicken. So no one cares. Okay, orange chicken is great. Go ahead, continue. Yeah. All right. And then that's versus the shrimp with lobster sauce. Oh, you're Ooh. fancy. You must be wealthy. Lobster's expensive. All right, so what's your, what's your just talk wrestling stuff? Well... If people look on their little platform where they're listening to the show, there's usually like um, 
some arrows with like either number 30 or number 15. So yeah. when they get you get into something that they don't like that you're talking about, they can just hit that button and it skips. You know, it skips. Oh, seconds, well done, seconds. my friend. Well done. I agree. Yeah. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, skip forward if you don't like it. Skip forward if you don't like it. Yeah, good point. All right, is there any other yep. points you have? I have to go to break, sir. Please, Norman. Uh, just just one more. I just wanted to put over um, the dead air segment <laughs> at the end of the show where you guys <laughs> That's are surprising. Like, you know, BSing. And it's yeah. one of my favorites. I can crack up every time I hear it. And Thank then you. I love the new, uh, what is it called, Spitting with Sports? Spitballing. Or... Spitballing with Sports. Yeah. Yes, yes, sir. That one is awesome. All right, buddy. Well, listen, Norman, I appreciate you, buddy. Thanks for the support. Seriously. Thank you, Taz. Take care, man. See, that, that's nice. All right, on that note, I'm going to break, kids. We'll talk some raw on the other side of break. Take some more calls. Uh, Tuesday edition, Taz Show, PW Inside a little bit. We'll do that later on. Uh, sit tight. to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it yeah talking raw here taz show talking about stuff too I, I gotta tell you this though dennis i didn't talk to you uh after the show yesterday but um I had a doctor's appointment with, um, so I'm going to have my surgery on my hand very soon, and I'll miss a couple of shows because of my surgery on my hand. I don't know if I ever told the audience that, but I just did now. But anyway, uh, first they got to do like some nerve surgery on I me. Mean, it's kind of a, you know, not a simple gimmick they're doing, let's be honest. But I got to those hand specialists, you know, and uh, he's the guy performing the surgery. He's the orthopedic, Kim uh, Schnabitz hand guy. And uh, he's the real deal, Holyfield, you know, as I say. He's the real deal. I mean, he's, he's legit Jones, you know? Probably go yesterday. I was there. You saw, you saw my Instagram? I did. I felt bad. I felt bad. Dude, I was not lying. Go to my IG, folks, Taz Talk, and I put a little video on there. I was in the doctor's office. I, this video on my IG at Taz Talk, T-A-Z-T-A-L-K. You'll see it on there. This video... I was so mad when I shot it on my phone. I was not in the waiting room. You know what I was in? And you'll understand this, Dennis. Anybody who's been to the, like a doctor or an orthopedic. I was in the secondary room. You know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> you know the mama is so busy when he's got two rooms. Like, you, you, you make it past this one room. Now you're in the other room. You're like, all right. You're in room Progress. one. All right, then you go to room two. That's one, two. Two rooms, got it. And then hopefully you get to see him at some point. Before it's dinner time. Okay, I had an appointment before noon. And I didn't get out of that friggin' place until about 3.15 p.m. I was there close to three hours. And when he came in to talk to me, pre-op surgery conversation. Hey, how you doing, buddy? And I got to tell you, he's one of the nicest guys. You would never think this guy's a big-time surgeon. Like, no ego, nothing. Super nice guy. Uh, Legit, legit, you know, the whole deal. Highly recommended from some of my other doctors. You know, I have a team. It takes a village, my friends. And um, this guy's got the greatest bedside manager. Go. Really nice guy. And I said to him, he came in and goes, Hey, how's my man? You're going to put me in a headlock? He did me one of those. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? That's like, 
you know, one of those, you're going to put me in a headlock, you know, like, uh -huh, uh, uh, that's funny, Doc. No, I'm actually uh, going to kick you in a nut bag. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, yeah, right in the yam bag. That's what I'm going to do to you. Uh, I said, you know what you should do? This first sentence I said to him when he walks in. You should put some sternals and trays in your waiting room with a buffet with food. Oh, I would have gone with you. And he goes, oh, I know it's a long wait. I go, my man. This is how I talked to the doctor. I, go, I was. I, I swear to God, I said I, I was in there way too long. Dennis, you have no clue. I told the doctor I was waiting too long. Oh, I swear in the Bible. I That's said. Awesome. I, I said, sir, there are old women. This is no bullshit. There are old women cutting promos on that poor girl, the receptionist, dude, running. Leave old women. Listen, old people, like really old people, they know the whole medical gimmick. They go to doctors like with their insurance. They go to doctors for everything. They know how it works. They know the office procedure. They know. I'm telling you that right now because I'm starting to get older, so I start to see it. I'm still younger than these people, and I look at what I'm going to be soon, so I see how they act. And they are cutting promos. I hear them in the waiting room talking to each other. Well, this is absolutely ridiculous. You know, this he's, he's only allowing 15 minutes in between. I have an 11 a.m. appointment, and she has an 11.15 appointment. This guy has an 11.30 appointment. 15 minutes in between uh, patients is not enough. They should give at least 25-minute gap. He's booking too many people. It's a money grab. Ba -ba 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 and they're going off. And they're cutting promos on receptions. The one lady storms out of the secondary room. Secondary room. She storms out, bro. She's halfway out. there. Bro, she was effing pissed. She went off on that receptionist. Off. And the receptionist, she wasn't having it. She goes, I, look, I ain't a doctor. I'm just a receptionist. And so now she's burying her boss. I'm like, oh, Jesus, Christmas. <sighs> this poor guy was sitting there. He had a cast on his arm. It was like this here. Right? It looked like his arm got caught like in like a just a like a cement mixer. Like he was just all mangled, his arm and shoulder, all fucked up. And um, and he's sitting there, you know. That poor bastard was sitting there longer than me. I, and he sat there and did nothing. I, I bet maybe he was dead, like Rigor Mortis said in Rigor Mortis. I don't know what happened. He was just not moving. He was just sitting there, just looking around, watching Channel 12 News. That's the Long Island News, for those that don't know. On a loop. I wanted to take my face and smash it into the door. Funny thing is, he listens to the show. He's going to hear all of this. And then I got to have surgery by him. Good luck. I'm screwed. He said, I know the wait's long. People have been upset. Fix it. Every time you go to him, the wait is forever. Forever. I got to drop money on my copay right out of the box. Oh, yeah. I'm not even in the door and I'm dropping money. Here you go. I don't even know if I'm staying, lady. You're taking my money. <laughs> I had enough of that. I just, I, just, I, I just was thinking about that. Brutal. Um, so uh, other things on Raw, uh, a couple of things that also, um, what do you call it? A couple of things that jumped out to me on uh, Raw. The um, the Bailey situation. So Bailey, she cuts a promo. You know, she's out hurt. The news broke that she can't, she will not be competing at SummerSlam because of her shoulder. Now. I guess if this is still true with her shoulder and she's legitimately hurt, I mean, you know, who really knows? Uh, it's not like mainstream sports. You know, I've worked behind the scenes. I know how it is sometimes, you know. 
the company can gear things one way or not. I hope I hope it is a story. I hope the girl's really not hurt, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't want to see anybody get hurt, obviously. But I, I did speak out here, I don't know if it was yesterday or last week, whatever, that I thought this was kind of an angle because when she got hurt, getting thrown out of the ring, the way she hit the mat was a little funky. But I felt like I said last week, I think this was, Michael Cole reacted very fast. Wow, she landed on her shoulder, I'm paraphrasing whatever he said. You know, like, so to me, that seemed a little bit like, uh, I don't know if he would have noticed it that quick, and if he did, if he would have said that. Just from my experience as a broadcaster, you know, in that company. Um, that's the only thing that, and I've worked with Cole, Lord knows, a, a lot, a lot of years. So he doesn't normally go into business for himself. That's not his style. Um, hence why he's still there. <laughs> So, so uh, meaning that you know he, he does his job and he don't he don't veer off of it, off the line. That's just where he is, and that's smart. That's how you should be in any job, TV business or not. But um, yeah, so Bailey, you know, uh, she could not cut a promo with Charlie Caruso, and Charlie um, was in a weird spot because she's interviewing this girl here. They got to look at the video footage and all that, and people are booing Bailey. So Charlie, as the as the microphone person. It's like you feel weird, and when that happens, because it's happened to me interviewing someone out of the ring, it, it you the segment goes on forever, like it just. And they were, and this is a girl barely that normally would not get a heel reaction for anything, uh, no matter where she's wrestling, and she did. She got a. I I think people either they're just tired of the whole you know, um, goody two shoes girl gimmick, maybe that's it. Um, uh, maybe they're just waiting for Bailey to do something a little hardcore. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just weird. Uh, but Bailey wouldn't look at the screen, which I think is cool. But she uh, she was getting booed, and she sold the fact that she was getting a little heat. I was surprised. I was very surprised because you know she spoke from her heart. She says those of you that have treated me on social media positive stuff to get well. Thank you. And basically, she was saying everybody else who didn't, you know, the heck with you. I mean, that she didn't say it like that, obviously, but you, wasn't it weird? You heard, you kind of heard her, right, Dennis? I mean, she kind of had that feel to her. She got a little annoyed. Oh, because she she paused, which yeah. is like I, I, I mean, I don't know. You would better, obviously, but I feel like you're not supposed to, unless it's like written, in however promos work. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to acknowledge the crowd unless it's intentional, and, and she got like right. visibly. I would say, dude, her character Bailey shouldn't react to the audience like she did if it's someone that's a little bit more of an edgy female or male like alexa bliss correct or... well she's a heel but let's say it's a sasha banks okay. as a baby face as a baby face i could see sasha doing that or charlotte flair as a baby face bailey is holier than thou and in, in gimmick you know i'm not knocking the girl i'm saying in her gimmick she's she's goody two shoes that's her gimmick her character i'm not i don't know her i met her once i don't know her so i'm not Speaking personally on her, I'm talking about what I see on her as, as a television performer. So for her to react like that was a little perplexing to me. I have to be honest. I, I when she did react like that, then I started to think, you know, she's she is probably legitimately injured, and and maybe maybe that spot isn't what injured her, and that's why Michael Cole reacted because he knew he had to react like that because he was told to. Maybe they knew going into this, her shoulder was effed up. Now, the injury, I think WWE is saying she has is a separated shoulder, correct? Yes. Okay, 
are they saying she needs surgery? Because from my understanding, you don't need surgery on a separated shoulder. They you, just said she's out. Really they haven't, yeah. haven't mentioned surgery or anything like that. I've had a couple of shoulder operations in my wrestling career, and they usually come from a torn rotator cuff or a torn labrum, which is a thin membrane muscle, uh, like, I don't know how to word it, like a sheet of flab <laughs> that goes over your rotator cuff. It's a... Uh, like a membrane, membrane, I say, uh, over your uh, rotator cuff. That's kind of like a uh, a labrum. So th- that you need surgery on, or like I said, a torn rotator cuff. Uh, you could tear your bicep, which rolls up towards your shoulder. That could affect it. And we heard the kid from, what do you call it, Chistora's bicep now, the tag team. Uh, oh, Revival. Revival. That sucks for those guys. They can't Big catch time. a break. Um, so the thing but Bailey, you know, I, I was surprised she acted like that. Now, so here comes Sasha Banks, and Charlie Caruso gets out of the ring. And I'm thinking, here we go, buddy. This is what I was saying on the show. She's going to turn. Sasha's going to turn and beat the piss out of Bailey on that injured shoulder and get heat on that injured shoulder. Dude, it was set up on a friggin' T to do this, and they didn't do it. My wrestler got... While Sasha's walking out and getting in the ring, and I see Bailey get out of the ring, I'm thinking, this is me just putting it out there. I, I No one told me this, and I'm probably wrong. I am probably wrong. I feel like WWE called an audible. I feel like maybe Sasha was going to turn on her, and that was the storyline because it was set up on a team. I said yesterday on the show that they might go to something like this. Well, they didn't. I think they called an audible because I think that if Sasha would have... This could be a crazy conspiracy theory. And I, I've been guilty of those. So I'm not going to sit here and act like I haven't done that. I have. Because I, I, I'm, I'm honest about the creative stuff, how I see it or feel it. And I don't pull punches with it. So and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Or if I'm way off base, I'm off base. That happens to me a lot. But So I'm just going to say my conspiracy theory is and was <clears throat> that, that WWE called an audible while Sasha was going out there. Or even before, right before she went out, because they saw the reaction in Toronto for Bailey, and they figured, "Holy crap! The last thing we need is people cheering while Sasha turns and beats up and attacks the shoulder of Bailey." Because trust me, if Sasha would have attacked Bailey in that ring when Charlie got out of the ring, <coughs> excuse me, they would have Toronto would have popped like crazy. They were a little more of a heel crowd. So when you hear the announcer say, Bizarro World, that's basically coming from the gorilla position where it's a heel crowd. They use that Bizarro World line, which is a 1998 phrase. So, you know, I, uh, I think it's a good thing they didn't have Sasha turn on her last night. Uh, and you know what? Seeing the finish that Sasha won the match right into the match with, with Foxy and, uh, and Emma, and then uh, Emma ended up tapping out to Sasha. Alicia Fox was on commentary, which I got to tell you, that was a little funky. Because, uh, you know, this girl, uh, Alicia, she can talk. And, man, she hardly said nothing, right? And then later on she came out and did color again, right? Alexa Bliss was that's on. What I, that's what I said. Yeah. What did I say? I mean, oh, you said Alicia, but oh, okay. we know what you Alicia, meant. Alicia, Alexa, it's all these A names, Amanda. No, no. <laughs> uh, 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 you're right. Oh, she's awesome. She's awesome on commentary. And they did they? They, she did not speak. And now I heard a little bit of our... She came out twice, right? Later on she yes, talked. for the other Which is kind of weird. Um, 
no, you don't normally see that. Usually you do commentary once as guest commentary and you move on. Um, but it was uh, when Alexa Bliss wasn't talking a lot on commentary. And I'm like, wow, this is weird. And like, why have her out there if you're not going to have her talk? Like, it just felt like she didn't talk a lot at all to me. So, you know, did you feel like that? Yeah. No, absolutely. And she, I mean, it's one thing if you're like, uh, I mean, when Baron Corbin's on commentary, he's just supposed to be this like brooding bad guy and just like kind of throw out one liners. With Alexa, she's this tiny girl, but she's like quick witted. So right. let her let her use that yeah, wit. Yeah, I mean, just let her talk. I mean, it's better insight to get it from the talent than, than the commentators we hear for three hours. Hey, chap shooter in North Carolina, you're on the Taz show. What do you say there, house? Good moment, guys. Good moment, buddy. I was wanting to give my off the hooks, and I was wanting to talk about the Bailey situation. Uh, let's do it off the hooks. Go. All right. I got egg roll versus the sugar donut. What is a sugar donut, sir? That's dessert? It's, what is that? Yeah, it's basically this uh, fried dough that they have, and it has, like, grain, like regular sugar on top of oh, it. Oh, right, right, right. Like a Crella. Okay, next. Yeah. All right. I got the crab ragoon versus the teriyaki chicken on the stick. Oh, it's funny you said that. Um... The teriyaki chicken on a stick is a beautiful thing. And also, uh, this is funny, chap shooter. I don't know if you noticed. I know Dennis does it because he doesn't look at social media. He's only a biz dev guy. Right now, trending as we speak, you and I, chap shooter, is hashtag bad foods to eat on a stick. Yes. That's actually trending. I'm not kidding. I swear to God. I can't make this shit <laughs> up. I know. It's kind of weird that you just said that. Okay, go continue. All right. And my main event, I got the bourbon chicken versus the six chicken wings with rice. Ah, interesting. Now, you're in North Carolina. You people do Chinese food at the takeout a little bit different than up here, I think. But uh, that's good. Well, okay. Yeah. Huh? Well, I think I'm different from a lot of people in general, but mostly some of the stuff y'all said was the same as what we have down here. I feel you. I feel you. All right. Talk to me about Bailey. What's up? Okay. So, all right. First thing I noticed when Bailey come out, the first thing, very first thing. Yes. Her hair was not in a ponytail. Her hair was not in a ponytail. Now, I'm going to sound crazy. But her hair is always in a ponytail, and she always has the same look, the same smile, no matter what's going on. Even after the Extreme Rules match where she lost and, mm-hmm. you know, she couldn't pull the trigger, she still kind of had, you know, that, you know, happy-go-lucky thing. Yeah. And, you know, I think now they're starting to build the frustration in Bailey. I really think that this injury is a work. Oh, you might be right. I, the, I'm going ah because I'm thinking of the the whole ponytail thing. Sometimes those little subtle things are a big deal, chap. Should a good observation by you, my friend. Thank you. Thank oh, you. No, no. Yes. What else you got? I, I can't spend all day with you, sir. Please, I love oh, you, but come on. Right, I'm very, well, I'm very busy. Well, I was going to say very quickly that in her promo, she seemed very frustrated, and I think after Sasha wins the title, I really think Bailey's going to turn on her. Yeah, maybe Bailey's one who turns heel, not Sasha. It could be right. Chap shooter, bring in the wood, my friend. Well, I appreciate you calling, buddy. All right, thank you, Taz. I thank, appreciate it. Take care, champ. Bye-bye. Uh, that's good. He's got a good point. some good points right there. I could feel something there. That could be good. Bailey has a heel. You never know. I did get a very interesting email, Dennis Jones and Anthony. Uh, I cannot read too much detail. I will tell both of you. Why are you laughing around? <laughs> I don't know. This has nothing to do with the big bamboozle before Brooklyn. Okay. This has to do with something else. I'm just going to say it's from Big Shot Jones downtown, and it's good news. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I'll tell you oh. during the break. I can't yeah, tell you I'm now not... because we can't say too much. <laughs> yeah. Soon the audience will know. Yeah, I know. I just had a felt like I said that because I'm happy. 
Well, congratulations. Happy! I can assure you it's good news, folks. You guys will know soon enough. I cannot tell you right now. So it's good news. Again, nothing to do with the big bamboozle before Brooklyn. Nothing to do with that at all. Okay, so uh, all right, I've been talking raw a lot. Uh, I've been doing that a lot. But, uh, I'll take another call, then I'm going to break, and then we'll have Mike Johnson at the top of the hour. Let's go with Terrell and Phoenix. You're on the Taz Show. What do you say there, buddy? Hey, good moment, Taz. How you doing? What's up, homie? Talk to me. Uh, just, um, just chilling out. Um, I'm going to give him off the hooks. I just had a question about the uh, main event last night. Yes, sir. All right, so my off the hooks, I'm going to definitely try to bring the wood. I love Chinese food, so... Um, First match, I have uh, the shrimp fried rice versus the house fried rice. Okay, nice. Um, the second match, I have the sweet and sour chicken versus the sweet and sour pork. Oh, nice. Yep. I uh, love it. And then the main event, I have the beef and broccoli versus the uh, Mongolian beef. Mongolian beef is underratedly good, sir. Um, Dennis, I'm looking you like you maybe are a... Uh, kind of like a. I'm trying not to be racist because of, I'm looking at you, Dennis, okay. and I'm thinking race. But you look like you could be kind of a ginger Mongolian person, like that. Like you look like someone that'd be called like a like you like Mongolian food. Oh, I mean, for, well, I mean, it's well documented. That I like all foods. Yes, Mongolian foods, I do enjoy anything beef related. Really, um, leave the veggies at home. But Mongolian beef, Mongolian chicken, Mongolian pork. Big fan of the Mongolians. Terrell, uh, continue. All right. Um, so I just had a question about the main event last night. So I love as much as I love seeing Roman and Braun. Um, I I'm with you uh, with what you said yesterday. Like you know, I just feel like they're they're kind of like showing them against each other too much. Yeah. Um. Uh, in, oh, okay. So my question is kind of a two parter. So. Obviously, with the finish, I didn't get a chance to, to watch it back, but um, I read about it. So Samoa Joe uh, obviously choked out Roman. So um, I would be, be uh, safe to say that, that that's uh, the new angle they're going with with Roman and Joe. Um, I don't know if you think the same thing or, or you know, they're going to do something else with Brian. If they're going to go, what you're saying, if they're going to go full throttle with Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns? Right. Well, maybe eventually. We've seen a little bit of that. We've seen those guys not have a true blown angle, but we've seen some of that. I think they're just so focused on the the four way deal and trying to paint the picture that that Brock is in in you know dire straits right now. Come SummerSlam, right? Um, well, and then well, I guess my what I'm trying to get at is where where do you think, where do you see Roman going? Like as far as his new like somebody else that he can you know kind of uh, feud with and um, same. You know, Roman like, Roman's going to constantly be in that push pitcher, you know, because they got the money invested. Thanks for calling, Terrell. Uh, he's always he's always going to be in that forefront. We got to go to break here. He's always going to be in that forefront. They got a lot of money invested in this guy. They got just a plethora of millions in him, um, and they're steadfast on pushing him. So, I, again, like I've said at nauseum, I have no problem with Roman Reigns. I like him. Like I, I think he's working his promo skills, but his look, his physique. His work, I have no problem with any of it. The guy is a tough son of a bitch. I respect him, and uh, and and I like what he does. So you know what? He's polarizing, heel, babyface, don't matter what he is. He's over, kids. Like I told you. Speaking of a guy who's not over, yes, Mike Johnson will be on the Taz Show coming up next. Oh. 
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It don't matter to me. Yeah, yeah, we're back here. Taz Show. One hour down, one hour to go. We'll get the PW Insider Court with the Mike Johnson coming up shortly in a few seconds here. Uh, yeah, that's really it. Um, there was something else I wanted to say. I can't remember. That's kind of like doing the broadcasting. But that happens sometimes. Uh, without any further ado, though, um, we probably should get the mic right away here. Uh, everything worked out good with you and Mike, Dennis? You're the producer. I mean, everything worked out. T- now, there was no problems with, with day of the week and, like, last week. I can't, I can't speak on behalf of Mike, but I hold no ill will. Mm. Well, I bet you Mike does. Uh, and if he does, I don't blame him. I got to tell you. Because... Um, he got attacked here on the show, but he was wrong. He was wrong. You were this time. This time you were right. Didn't I side with you this time? I was pleasantly surprised with that. I couldn't thank you enough. I'm looking at the monitor. You people can't see Mike yet. He's gonna be on the show. He looks miserable right now. He looks like the last thing he wants to do is come on this show on Skype. He looks like uh, like someone just stepped on his foot with like a spiked foot. Please something. Alright, uh, we'll do PW Insider Report in a uh, three and a two, a three, two, one. And now, the PW Insider Report with Mike Johnson. We give Mike ten minutes, he gives us everything we need to know in the world of pro wrestling. Mike, you look so sad. I mean, well, what's the matter, buddy? Well, I gotta hear from my people, my sources. Alright. There's a big show coming. Oh, you mean the Taz show? And not only, oh. listen, it's okay oh, boy. that I'm not invited to be on the show. <laughs> but but <no>. 400 <laughs> episodes of the Taz show. About 430, actually, but I hear you. Um, but wait, bro. Never once has anyone said, hey, Mike, come to the studio. <laughs> Katie Lindenau walks in. Yeah. Every time Chef Mike or anybody else sends food, true. Dennis eats a and Dennis eats a morsel, and Katie Lindenall gets an open invite to come. This is true. Jim oh, Ross doesn't even live in New York. Yeah, I know. We're I'm flying a borough the- away from your studio. <laughs> we're flying. And Jim Ross <laughs> is just gonna walk in with some barbecue and set up <laughs> and hang on the place, and you're going to the big studio. You're not even in the little one. Big. What about Mike? We're Why does everybody hate Mike? We're almost in the big store. Ninety-one percent there. The big bamboozle before Brooklyn. We're almost there. And Mike, hold yeah. on. You're jumping the gun, though, sir. Oh, 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 oh. No, 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 no. Wait a minute, sir. Wait. I'm, I'm half waiting for a text from Dennis saying, hey, can you do it on, on Friday the 18th? And I'll write back and say, sure. And then he's going to text back, thanks, Katie. That's how respectful I feel right now. No, wait, wait, wait. Now, this is reversed. It's very rare that someone has me in a crosshairs. So I'm the one in the crosshairs by Mike Johnson is just peppering me with shots. Mike, the thing is this, my man. We are been we've been going over in meetings in post production in the over the docket with who would be invited to come in studio. Your name is what Dennis, is this name not one of the top of the list? Mike, I'm gonna be honest. There were three guests we wanted. Yes. And I'm if- gonna guess it was Katie, Nerd. Sam Roberts, and Jim Ross. No, 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 no. It no. was it was Jim was number one, Katie was two, and you were three, but the first two said yes. So uh, oh I see. So I just been elbowed out the door. But I'm sure if Sam I'm sure if Sam Roberts no, 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 or, 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 or 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 Evan or 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 Seth 
or, yes. or Sabu oh, or me? anybody just happens Sabu. to show up that day, you'll have room for them, right? He throw Sabu in there. I, I wish Sabu would come up. That'd be great. I'll fly Sabu. I mean, no, Sabu won't say anything. He's just going to do this at the, at the lights. Point up. Point you'll, up. You'll, you'll be happy to have him. I see how it is. Oh, Mike, listen. Uh, you know, you, you kind of you, – look, the special is not this Friday. We have time. I was, to be honest, I was just taking Dennis and Anthony's suggestion. Let's get Anthony on the show. They were telling me, I wanted to have you on right away. And they said uh -huh. to me, well, let's see how Mike reacts and his performance on this episode today. That's what they said to me. And oh, well, my performance is pretty good so far. So I far, so good. So it was contingent on if you'd be allowed. And now it looks weird. If we invite you on, it's like, oh. Yeah, you, you kind know. of invited yourself at oh, this point. I, I mean, well, I mean, I mean, if you don't invite me on, how are you going to know my, uh, my my Chinese food picks? I mean, you could do that now. If you, I, I, no, you know no, 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 I'm going to make people wait now. But hold on. Well, no, it'd be a different topic then. <laughs> but see, the, the problem is, you know, no, that, I blame this on Dennis. This part because every. Mike is on every Tuesday. Mike Johnson, he's on every Tuesday. And, and the thing is, we already give off-the-hook topics on Monday. And Mike is well-versed. He's just well Mike, turn your computer down or something. I hear my mic. What's going on? Turn my mic on! I mean, have you never done audio before? Turn it down, sir, please. Uh, that's a strike against you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Dennis, that was funny. Why are we still hearing Mike's computer? Why is that happening? Mike, say something. I'm right here. You told me to be quiet. No, but, but no, I said to lower your computer, you mock. I, I, I it's said. lowered. All it's right. lowered. I right, listen to me. There, there is a chance we might be able to get you in uh, on the special. All right. Okay. We're only allowed a certain amount of people on security list. It's not a big building where it's a very small building where we do the show. Oh right? no, I, I got stuff to do that day now. I gotta wash my hands. Watch my <laughs> it's not you, it's me. No, listen, dude. Oh, listen, I, I gotta tell you the truth. I figured you'd be busy with one of the five million things that wrestling people are doing that weekend and barnacling on to WWE. Not, not you, but maybe somebody. I would always make time for you, Taz. Well, that's you're nice. always on my mind. Well, if you, you know, you're always I'm always on my mind. Oh boy. So, so we could, we, yeah, exactly. She makes face. Well, maybe we do. Uh, we're working on the set for the Big Bamboos before Brooklyn um, right here in the big studio if they let us in. We're at 91%. We hit a stalemate, Mike. I've been waiting on big emails from the big bosses. They're giving a little pushback. You want me to yell at them too? Well, you know, I don't know. These people don't really take kind to yelling. Uh, so uh, <laughs> they're kind of a little bit of like douchebags. Uh, but I'll deal with them and get us make it through the rain. But maybe, uh, maybe it's a good idea if we do have Mike on. Mike also uh, is unloyal to the Taz Show, Dennis. If you don't know, he goes on Jr's podcast all the time. So uh, yeah, so uh, that's true. Mike, Mike, I don't hear you. Huh? What? I'm fine. I just I'm starting to feel like Enzo Amore over here. <laughs> oh, Next thing you know, I'm going up in a shark tank. That poor guy. You don't want to have that. That makes kind no. Of that makes no sense. By the way, <laughs> why is the baby face going up in the in the shark I tank? I don't understand no anything. I know it. <laughs> That's true, though. <laughs> Wait, back to the topic like, at hand. Uh, look, okay. I, I'm serious. Serious. I, I, it, I would like to formally, if, if we do the big bamboos before Brooklyn, and we're 91 percent. We need, we need how many more percentage? Seven? No, eight. Well, we're doing Steiner math, so we don't, yeah. we well, don't know the actual figure. Well, that, well, because, well, it's, uh, I'm a product, unfortunately, of the New York City school system, and, and I just showed it because if we're at 98, what did we say? 98 percent, 91. We're at 91 currently. So that means, Jesus, uh, we need nine. 
Ah. Nine more percent. That's what we actually need. Nine more percent. Right, Mike? Is that right? That would. That, I, I believe so. Yes, nine percent. We need nine percent because that would make it a hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? You know they Correct. Say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Small Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one on one with another wrestler, you got a fifty-fifty chance of winning. <laughs> this is but true. This is tremendous. It's amazing. So you got twenty-five percent at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the down. only way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. <laughs> but I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me and he's not even going to try. <laughs> so he's the best. 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance, and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. <laughs> But then you take my 75% chance of winning, <laughs> if we used to go one-on-one, and then add 66 and two-thirds chance, oh. I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. <laughs> See, Nick Joe, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. Uh, next, time I disaster. See, next time I see Scotty Stein, I'm going to say, brother, what is with the Michigan math? You know what I mean? Uh, no, Scott's the man. He's great. I love him. I play that in fun, obviously. So, Mike, look, I think we need to, once we get past the hurdle of that we're guaranteed we can do the Big Band Bulls before Brooklyn in the Big Band studio, okay, mm-hmm. right here uh, in CBS, then maybe uh, if you would like, if I could publicly invite you right now, I'm willing actually to even, how about this? This is big right here, Dennis. Pay attention to this. I'm willing to show my loyalty to you, Mike. I am willing. This is true. I am willing to bump Whoa. the gadget girl herself, Katie Linendahl. Yep. Hey. See, you see, now, now, you, now you're getting, just getting me heat. Well, no. Not no just... one wants to look at me. They want to look at Katie, and I get it. I understand uh, well, it. I, I hear I you. get up in the mirror. I get up in the morning. I don't even want to look at myself. I, so, I, I, I think most would agree they want to look at Katie and not you. I agree, but I feel bad. And, you know, uh, if anyone... I can't has, take someone else's spot. That's just wrong. If anyone has heat, it's me with Katie right now. I think that's probably well documented. I, I, I cannot yeah. allow you, in good faith, to take somebody else's spot. Listen, Katie... Unless it's Dennis. Katie will do with this show what I tell her to do. Okay? That's how this what? goes. All right? Yeah. I imagine that's how the producers of the Today Show speak about her as well. <laughs> oh, no. no. They, <laughs> they kiss her ass. See, on this show, we beat up everybody. That's how this goes here. This everyone, is true. Everyone gets their ass kicked. We kick each other's ass. Katie that knows the drill here. And I'll bump Katie for you, Mike, because I feel bad here. Because you made me feel bad. You put a guilt conscience on me. All right. I'll let my, my people will be in touch. Do you want to come on the special if we do it? If not, you need me, I'm there. You not know the that. special. I'm talking about the police. You're talking about Friday. The bamboozle. The bamboozle. The big if bamboozle. You need, if you need me for the bamboozle, I'll be there Look for at you. this guy. Mike Johnson right there. I mean, it's so. It's at least you didn't. I, at least we just asked the right way, and it, you didn't just say it organically. All right. So what's going on, Mike? You going to bring any wood to this episode or not? Well, yeah. I I, I got to see a pretty interesting sight over the weekend right. at Sushi Onita, the Japanese deathmatch uh, legend yes. from FMW in Japan. Yep. Came and he did a match over the weekend in Voorhees, New Jersey. Dude, this guy. No guy he, listen, I, I, he has to be. As I remember, I've worked. Years ago, not against Onita, but I remember being on cards. Oh man, it had to be for the Savoldis, believe it or not, up in Middletown at Kutch's. Um, wow. Yeah, and I think he was on. A, he's got to be ten years older than me, maybe more. 
He's 59 now, so he's definitely older than you. So he's 10 years older than me, yeah. Right, you're so like, what, 27 now? I am 37. Okay, continue. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. 37. You it's that 9%. Yeah. It's that, let me... Let I got to go back to my Scott Steiner Careful, math class. Careful, Big Papa Pump will show up. <laughs> Big Papa Pump will show up. Careful. He was number uh, four, we asked. <laughs> right, so, yeah, so, so Juanita, yeah, 59 years old. It was his first match in the United States in 30 years, and first sort of like death match sort of mat deal. No ropes, barbed wire, exploding barbed wire bat match. Very family friendly. The Disney Channel is going to pick it up. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> so it was it was quite the spectacle to I see this, this madness play out before my eyes. How did it? I, I don't want to be rude, but I, I'm assuming he didn't, he probably didn't look great. How did he look? It was a spectacle. All right, all right, yeah. But so, it was about yeah. you know it was about for fans who came and there were a lot of fans who came from across the country and I even met a fan from New Zealand that flew in for this. Oh, um, really? You know, all, it all was from, about oh, seeing oh, really? a, 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 They had a fan from New Zealand there. There was a fan from New Zealand there, yeah. No one cares. Okay, so that's great. Um, and then what happened? So, uh, you know, it was really about seeing him come out to Wild Thing with a leather jacket and throwing the water and doing the promo and just you know doing that sort of intense Onita sort of experience. Mm. Uh, you know, so it was it was a lot of fun, very different. People popped, um, I'm sure, out of respect for him, I'm sure. Oh yeah, tons of respect. They had about about a thousand fans there, nice. Which is you know for an independent show, I think it's a great crowd. Oh, good for them, sure. So yeah, so it was a cool deal. And I, I will say, I had like seven people who were from out of the New York City, Northeast metropolitan area, mm. come up to me and say, love the Taz show. Ha, hey, see, this is what happens. So, Look at this guy, Mike Johnson. He knows how to curry favor with the guy who books the show. Yes. Thank you, Mike. That's very kind of you. I do what I, I, do what I can, and I'm not even lying. That's the best part. And were you uh, rocking a Taz shirt? I was not. Mm, okay, at least you're honest. Because it was like 150 degrees in there, so I was wearing, I actually had a t-shirt on. I, well, then I put on a polo shirt, uh, but I did not bring the Taz Believe shirt. it or not, uh, the Taz show, we do have t-shirts. Uh, yeah. Um, right, Dennis? Don't we have shirts? Where can we find our shirts? We do have uh, t-shirts, uh, Taz. You can find them at prowrestlingtees.com backslash Taz show. Everyone is talking at once, sir. <laughs> Mike, Dennis has the floor. Go ahead, Dennis. You can find a bunch of, a plethora of Taz Show apparel at ProWrestlingTees.com. And then you just simply put in the search bar, T-A-Z. Three yes. letters for three shirts. There's plenty more than that, but start with three and build your way up. Mike, right now I'm wearing the uh, Spitball, the new Spitballing shirt right here. See, this uh, This would look oh, great very on cool. You. Mike, this will look really good on you. See, it's, uh, yeah, it says FTW, old school Taz on it. It's got uh, a 13 on there. Yeah, you might want to get one. So I'm going to do my imitation of every pro wrestler ever. What? Bro, can I get one of those for free? <laughs> That's basically <laughs> I've I've always heard the, hey, bro, hook a brother up, bro. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so, yeah, bro, can you hook me up? Hook me up, bro. <laughs> hook me up. Yeah, yeah. No, the boys don't pay for anything. You know that. Uh, nothing. And it stays with you. Even once you yeah. kind of are out of the wrestling business, uh, like me, I still expect everything for free from people and my wife's like why why do you think people need to give you things for free you have to pay for things well that's it bro i'm the human suplex machine what are you crazy <laughs> hello <laughs> nobody knows that <laughs> no i kid uh what else you got going on buddy I heard, I, 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 earlier you guys were talking about bailey uh that crowd was brutal last oh, night oh man i was cringing sitting here watching that show rough dude rough seriously rough rough so Mike, what's the deal here? Seriously, because you know, I, I I talk to people at WWE, and I don't I don't want information. I I never I can't cross that line. It's just not cool. 
Is this a legit shoulder deal, or what's going on? Yeah. Is this, it is okay. Right. To the best of my knowledge, it's a legit shoulder deal. I know you were talking. You were you were talking about hey, if it, maybe they change plans with Sasha yeah, and I don't she know. was going to do know. something. I I haven't heard that. Okay, okay. Um, I don't. I don't. I think it's a legit shoulder deal. Um, I don't think if it wasn't, I think they would have gone in another direction. Yeah. Because let's face it, they've been kind of hot and cold with Bailey. Yeah. They had just started getting True. hot with her again, putting some momentum behind her, yep. and now that moment's completely lost. I agree. So yep. Yep. I don't think I don't think this was something that was driven by creative. Although, as you know, Vince McMahon will change his mind twenty five times oh, over the course of the day. I know. I've seen that with Vince. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Uh, you yes. Do. Continue. Yes. Continue. Yes. And what else do you have? Is that it? Are we done? Uh, yeah, I had some people email me and ask why were the Hardys not there. I don't know 100. percent Oh yeah, but my guess is that's right. They said awoken. They even had it in the tease for the show. Right. I think it was that the show was in Canada and Jeff Hardy, with some of his legalities in the past, might not have been able to get over the border. Okay, let me ask you a question. Wouldn't they realize this prior? If why? You know what I mean, Dennis? Like why even promote it in the Raw preview? That the Hardys awoken thing. If you know that there might be a, a issue getting the sure. guys over there, you know. I mean, I don't understand that. Listen, it's a big company. Sometimes one hand doesn't know what the other's doing. You know that. Actually, I have to tell you, when I worked there for as long as I did work there, it was not like that. TNA, different story. Um, but I will tell you, my friend. But I know now. Okay, okay. What you just said is true. Okay, uh, what you just said is a big company, and they got a lot going on. And I know for a fact that a lot of things are falling through the cracks because they have, they're overwhelmed. They have yeah. so much going on. When I was there, it was a public company and it was huge and all that. It was multi-millions of dollars and it was, it was, it was. I think now with social media and how powerful social media is and how big their pla WWE's social media platforms are, I think that's hurting them. Not hurting's the wrong word. I think that's why they're getting things fall through the cracks a little bit. And, and I do, and you know what? I don't throw flags on them for that. That happens. It happens with all big companies. That's CBS here. Dude, you, you won't believe how much stuff falls between the cracks. Are you kidding me? I can't get another 9% over here to do the big bamboos before Brooklyn. 9% yeah. I'm looking for. That's all I need. 91 I'm sitting at. So, yeah. But I, I think that was the issue with the Hardys. I'm not 100% sure on that. I was told it was not an, an injury issue. It's not like Scott Dawson getting injured and they had to pull them off the show. There was not there was nothing leading up to it. And they didn't work any of the live events in Canada that weekend the weekend prior to Raw either. So yeah. chances are they decided to err on the side of caution and not send Jeff to Canada. Well, could be, could be, could be. All right, are you gonna promote and plug your stuff for the next couple minutes and then we'll let you go. Okay. Sure. I want to uh thank everybody for having me on and get get Taz that last nine percent. And, uh, of course, you can check out everything that we do at PWInsider.com. And if you like what we do, you can check out the ad-free subscription side of PW Insider, PW Insider Elite, at PWInsiderElite.com. <laughs> stop you, Mike. Hold on. Stop everything here. Hold on. Back up. I got a problem, Mike. I thought about this just now. I knew before you came on there was something I was annoyed with you about, and it just hit me. Lucky you. It happened uh, right before you wrapped. You want to hear it? I'm all ears. There's no salsa music playing, so I gotta well, listen. Well, because we cut it down. This is when Dennis knows uh, there's a problem. Then uh, you know this is what's going on. I got a problem with you, Mike Johnson. You come out here, yell at me on my show because of the big bamboos before Brooklyn. You didn't even give us a chance to invite you. We had you on the docket, as I said, but yet you will go on PW Insider and you will post things 
after you do the show, and you sometimes you'll break news here. You have I I phone flags you before on that, but you've you've been cool with that. But you'll mm-hmm. say things, you'll talk about things with I with me, and we'll talk, and then you'll go do a post on your your on you and Shearer's website over there, and you won't even reference. You know, I was talking to Taz about this on his show. Why do you do that? Why am I not referenced? Why? Why I'm not, Dennis? I feel like I'm not good enough. You know what I mean? Like, what? Isn't that wrong? Well, it's funny you say that because I was about to bring some hot news about how you have to go undergo surgery very soon. I just got that from a good source. Yeah, me. I said it on the air. <laughs> That's yeah, just... I can't reveal my sources. I'm a good reporter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I have nerve damage in, in my neck, and it's trickled. So if you want to get it right when you post it, it's trickled into I've had problem. My hand is good portion of my hand is are numb. We, are we on the record right now? We're on a record. Good portion of my okay. hand is numb and has some paralysis in it, no strength. And they're going to try and repair this with surgery, uh, you know, through my wrist um, into my forearm. It's picture like a Koppel's tunnel surgery amplified. So that, yep. that's what this is because I have some dead nerves that are pinched severely that they're going to try to bring to life. That's what's happening. A little wordy, but... Sounds like fun. So well, I apologize. I will do more to reference the Taz no, show. No, no. In I, fact, no. I think we'll add more orange to the site. No, 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 no. Will you stop? We'll send you a cease and desist letter if you do that. Don't do that. Um, all right, look, you can't win. All right, Raf, do his uh, thing, his music, and get him off the show. Let's go. We're done, Mike. All right, Mike. Thank you. All right, there you go, Mike Johnson, PW Insider. Take care, Mike. He's dancing. Let's see him dance. Uh, dance. This guy's a stud. Look how he dances. He must be a hoot at the club, huh? When he goes to, like, uh, the Cuban uh, parties. Dennis is dancing now, too. Mike's dancing. Can we do a split screen with Mike? Oh, there goes Mike. He's gone. Um, Dennis is just thinking he's dancing with Sarah in Chicago. Mm, the Windy City. <laughs> All right. I can't follow this. I'm going to go to break on that. <laughs> Thank you, Mike Johnson, for coming on the show. We'll be right back with the uh, fourth quarter. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we're in the fourth quarter. We're also live right now on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Hello, everybody on Facebook Live. Hello, everybody on the gimmick chat at tazshow.com. Hello, everybody in general on the Twitterverse. Hello there, too. Hello, everywhere. And also, hello and goodbye to Mike Johnson, who was on earlier in the show in his segment. And, um, man, Mike was upset. Good Lord, he was upset because, well, he basically, let's be frank, he kind of shot his gun a little early, in my opinion. You know, he didn't give us time, the show, to invite him. There's another Tuesday before the Big Bamboos before Brooklyn, if we even do it, which is on Friday, not this Friday, the following Friday. And he, he didn't even, he, he, Dennis, Dennis, he just jumped on everybody's throat here and didn't give a chance. He shot his gun too early. It's that simple. Mike, you got to give us time to invite all the guests we want. We gotta lock in. Oh, there's meetings, as you know, sir. There's there's dockets. There's 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 there's, there's panels. I mean, you know. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking at Twitter. Uh, one minute ago, P 
PWInsider.com tweets, Taz set to undergo surgery. Holy shit. How fast does this guy type? Oh, oh man. Oh, my God, dude. How fast does he type? He, that. Could you imagine my, I just imagine Mike, because that's what he does. I mean, he types and, and does stuff for years for PW Insider, and he's a reporter, legitimate. His typing ability, it's got to be just like, just stud Jones. Dude, I, it would take me an hour to type up something like that. I can't believe we just got done talking about it. He already has something written. I'd like Animal. to see him do the, uh, what's the generic sentence? The quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. Yeah. I don't know what the hell that is, but all right. Um, but he, he comes out here and he, he gets upset. He's typing. He's probably typing an email to CBS. I am Mike Johnson, and I wanted to be on the Big Bamboo's for Brooklyn. Make and sure I, I'm on the security. I don't know why he put said Put me but. on a security list. I don't know why I'm not on there. Taz said I shot my gun too early. That is hogwash. Mike Johnson typing away. Too many crickets. I gotta tell you. LB in Albuquerque, I guess that's New Mexico. You were on the Taz show. How can I help you, sir? Mike, hey, stop Dad, typing. For... Sorry. How are you, LB? What's yeah, going on, buddy? Cut it out, man. Cut yeah, it out, yeah. Mike. What's going on, bud? Thanks for taking the call, man. You got it, Hoss. Appreciate What's it. up, man? I'm a big fan. Uh, hey, I wanted to talk about uh, Bailey. You know, you guys might be onto something. You and uh, previous caller earlier. Yeah, something's up there, dude. You know, something's up. You know what I mean? You know, or. For, you know, it's a hell of an opportunity to, you know, give her a little bit of a break from being that good guy character. You know yep, what yep, I mean? Yep, 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 yep. No, no, so. I agree. I, uh, I'm i just curious, uh, LB, from a fan perspective, would you like to see her as a, using guy as a term, a good guy or a bad guy, heel or babyface? What would you want to see Bailey as? She's obviously been a full-blown babyface, good guy her whole career. Right. Would you want to see her turn? As, uh, I think I'd like to see her turn, or at least... Uh, you know, give her a little bit of uh, an attitude shift, you know what I mean? Just mm. to kind of take that pressure of being a good guy or a baby face, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I like, though, about her, LB, and, and I've said this before about her, is that she is a great role model for young girls, and I think that's cool. And, th- and they've done that for a long time with her. <clears throat> and <clears throat> it's like, um, I guess, you know, it would get to a point where it's just like they got to make a turn for her. I still think she's kind of young for it. I almost, I almost would rather... Rather than have went the way I said earlier, LB, where uh, Sasha comes out last night and turns on her and lets Sasha be that really attitudinal, nasty heel. Uh, but if she is legitimately injured, which Mike Johnson was just confirming that she is, meaning Bailey, then you don't want to do that and attack someone when they're straight up really hurt. You know what I'm saying? So, because that's dangerous. And LB, thank you for calling, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, good call right there. Uh, like I said, we're on Facebook Live. We're doing that. Uh, what else? We're still, uh, is there anything I need to catch people up on Facebook Live because they don't, uh, pay attention to the show beforehand? Uh, have we heard from the video producer yet, uh, Anthony in the show or not? I think he said one word briefly in the first quarter. He said one word briefly in the what quarter? First. Okay, I didn't remember that. Uh, and, by the way, let's get in on the show. <clears throat> Your uh, off-the-hooks idea, this uh, this is red hot. This Chinese food takeout gimmick off-the-hooks is, is really work, buddy. Thank you. Uh, I, you're welcome, boss. Not going to lie, though, I ate Chinese the last two nights. Did you really? Same yeah. place you always go to? Yeah. Well, Sunday I did it to prep myself for the off-the-hooks, and then we talked so much about Chinese food last night. Yeah, I know. I had to order it again. And the thing is, uh, everybody knows you got to be careful about the dumpsters of Chinese food because you know what you see there. <laughs> And as and we know, I'm a dumpster expert. You are a dump. You know, I mean, you, you basically can take a girl to a Chinese takeout and take her to dinner and hang out in the dumpster all at the same time for free. 
uh, it'd be perfect. Efficient. Um, yeah, I mean, really, it would work perfectly for you, Anthony. Okay, Ant, that's great. Thank you. Okay, got it. Um, <laughs> Watch your mouth, Ant. <laughs> I know what's going on over here, bro. <laughs> yeah, <that's what> you... <laughs> I the sound effects store that one's new. <laughs> that one's new. It's so annoying. <laughs> Like <laughs> so stupid. Is that like a cat getting hit by a, a tractor trailer? I don't know what it is. It makes me laugh, though. There's like a horn in there. Uh, Guy Jones. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what's going on, dude. Everybody's going crazy over here. Hey, Joe in Pennsylvania. You're on the Taz Show. What do you say to that, house? Hey, good moment, Taz. What's up, Joe? And Boomer Sooner to the Lumberjacks. The Boomer Sooner. Oh, hello. Yeah, he's a Sooner fan. I guess, Joe, you're a Sooner fan, Oklahoma Sooner fan? Uh, yeah, actually, because of JR. Oh, like really? JR so much growing up, I decided that I'd let the Sooners do. And, Speaking uh, of JR, Joe, that's a natural segue. You do realize that JR will be in studio with yours truly uh, here on the Taz Show uh, the Friday before SummerSlam, uh, hopefully on the Big Bamboozle. It actually will be the Big Bamboozle before Brooklyn. You knew that, right? I mean, it should be a graphic coming up anytime soon. Yes, sir. Yeah, so JR, if you're a big JR fan, he will be in studio. I'm going to talk to JR, Joe, to see if he could bring some kind of OU swag for Dennis. Um, you know, uh, there it is. There's the graphic. There's, uh, I wouldn't JR. hate barbecue sauce as a substitute. There's JR right there. He'll be on the uh, Taz show here. Yeah, you want barbecue sauce, too, from JR? Seriously, you are a greedy son of a No, bitch. I'm not saying both. I'm saying if I had to pick either or. You'd rather barbecue sauce? Oh, I don't know. Uh, whatever JR brings up. Uh, Joe, how can I? Joe, Joe you're right. Did you get hit by a call? Yeah. What the hell's going on over there? You good? All right. No, no, uh, I'm good. All right, what's up? Hey, I was just calling. You guys had talked about Mike Awesome and Tanaka there for a little bit on Friday. Yeah. And I really loved their feud in ECW. I thought it was pretty underrated. Yeah, you know, I think it was uh, cool that they were put together. You wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have booked those two together, but you know what? For a hard-hitting Japanese strong-style physicality, how it was back in the late 90s, really got over huge, and both those guys fit the mold, obviously. And Mike Awesome was just so athletic for his size. He, was, yep. he seemed like he was a huge man. He was a really huge man. I've been in the ring with Mike many times. Um, Mike was a big man, uh, uh, very athletic for a guy his size. He always was. Um Big, thick, very powerful guy. Um, underrated for his athleticism, though, for real. Good observation by you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, I really liked him. And then Tanaka always seemed to take – it doesn't look as good now looking back, but he took steel chair shots just oh, brutally sometimes. Cr- cringeworthy, bro. It's really hard to look at now. I know. It, you're right. It is. It was hard to look at then for me because I, I, I've been hit with chairs and hit guys, but I get your drift while you're saying that because of – concussions and everything now and all the research that you know the society has done and athletics and everything with concussions you know so i get your drift joe and thank you for calling buddy uh i get his drift on that and that's a good point by him i mean i remember you know balls mahoney the shots you know god rest his soul i love balls he was balls mahoney was just a man um you know i've seen him take chair shots axel rotten another guy who was a great guy no longer with us axel another guy i mean i i phew. I mean, the Dudleys and stuff, the chair shots. I mean, Tanaka, you know. Uh, <laughs> I've taken several of them myself uh, from either Sabu or Van Damme, uh, some nasty ones. Uh, you know, it's 
it wasn't just ECW guys either. It was just during that time we just uh, we just brought it. You know, and it was a code of honor. Like you, you gotta you don't put your hands up, don't protect yourself, and we were all just knuckleheads. Um, so. Just trying to be hardcore, and no pun intended when I say hardcore. Just trying to be, bring that toughness out and show the fans that we will not pussy out over here. Pardon my French. We will take the chair shot. And those guys have taken a lot more than I have, a lot of those guys, and more guys, not just the guys I named. So, um, you know, it was a different time then. It's a shame. Uh, it was too much, to be frank. It was way too much. So... But who would, who would have thunk it, you know? Hey, uh, Francis in Ireland, you're on the Taz Show. What's up there, man? Hey, Taz, what's going on, man? How are uh, you, buddy? Good. Uh, I just wanted to ask you a question about the Fade of 4-Way. I'm late to the show, so I don't know if you went into detail on this. But okay. uh, WWE keep, like, pushing the caveat that if Brock loses, that he's going to leave. Yes. So I was thinking, is, is that... Is that kind of because with social media these days, a lot of people kind of have an idea of when somebody's contract ends, and I believe like Brock Lesnar's contract's supposed to be up around WrestleMania. So is it like a dead giveaway that he'll retain because of that caveat, or is it sort of like a double swerve thing going to happen, and maybe Samoa Joe wins, Brock goes away for a while and comes back and wins it back at the Rumble, let's say. Well, that that second part seems more likely, Francis. And I got to tell you, man, what's happened? I th- I want to say two weeks in a row. I think it was last week too. You know, Brock showed up, exploded in explosive fashion in a good way in segment one, right? And next thing you know, he's gone. And and, and yeah. the other three components to the match are doing stuff, and he's not there. And I'm not knocking Brock. I'm just saying he's probably getting on his on his plane or getting on a, a red eye or whatever and getting out of town, and he's just there for the first segment. They're putting him on first segment, in my opinion, by design so they can get him in and get him out. And he's not part yeah. of the stuff later on. So then I'm starting to think, well, maybe maybe this guy is going to uh, be gone. You know, who knows? You know, it could happen, dude. I mean, it could happen. Even on the contract, you never know if Brock maybe wants out of his contract. You don't know. You, right. No one knows. Maybe he's got that urge to get back. He's got everybody and their mother in the MMA world calling him out. All these UFC guys are trying to rub up against him. So they're all calling him out because they want that big fight that McGregor, and Mayweather, that McGregor got from the MMA world. Mayweather, right or wrong. So... You know what I'm saying? Like they, I feel like some of the MMA guys, these heavyweights, they want Brock because Brock, unless there's someone I'm missing, is probably the only heavyweight from that UFC MMA world that really can draw a lot of money. Am I missing someone, Francis? I don't know. I mean, no, that's pretty much it. Ronda Rousey doesn't really seem to be. Well, no, I'm saying, no, dude, I'm saying men like oh, heavyweights. As far, yeah, as far as men, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think so. No, I don't yeah, think I don't so. think so. Maybe John Dennis, Jones. John Jones, maybe, but I think I, I, I think Brock is a house maybe because. You know, obviously, us being from the wrestling business or fans of WWE, we know Brock. But I would look at Brock as more of a household name than John Jones. I mean, I would, I would too. But I, I just wanted to ask, like, do you think that that would be something that Vince would do? Would he just let somebody out of their contract like that? Yes, I do. Yes, 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 Francis, I do. And I'll tell you why, bro. Because this is why. Thank you for calling, Francis. And it's a good question by you. I, I've said this a long time ago here, if anybody remembers, you know, and, and it's the same thing with TNA. I, I can't speak for Ring of Honor. I never worked there. If you have a contract, it's the same thing with me here at CBS, you know, like it, it's it's not just wrestling. Like if you want out of a deal, most times the front office will let you out. It's a relation. It's like a relationship. So if you're with a girl or if you're a girl, you're with a guy or whatever your, you know, sexual preferences, if you're with somebody in a relationship, and they want out, you can't force them to stay. 
Because that's creepy, that's weird, that's not cool, and all that kind of jazz. It's the same thing with the wrestling business. Well, it's business, Tazzy. I know it's business. But if you want out of a deal, they'll let you out of a deal. Now, that doesn't mean you won't have a non-compete. That doesn't mean that you can just go jump on someone else's TV right away. They're going to protect themselves, including the UFC. I mean, meaning that you can't just jump to UFC. Again, none of us know the real language in Brock's contract or anyone's contract. I've signed enough contracts in the wrestling business that I can speak on this from an expertise perspective, and I'm already on my second radio contract, and i got to be honest with you guys, there's a lot of similar language between, even though they're different worlds, it's entertainment. So there's, there's, there's a lot of things in the language, or the attempt of the contract, doesn't mean you sign it, where the company's protected if you want out, or they want out, those are called out clauses. Well, if I want out, then you got to get something for letting me out early. If you're if you're releasing me, then I need to get something if you're releasing me. That's how con- contracts usually tr- you try to get them to work with as a balance. Um, you know, so to answer your question, Francis, uh, I, I do think, especially Vince, because how pride filled he is, and he feels like no one is bigger than the company, and he's right. Uh, that what draws is the WWE. That's what draws uh, because of all the years of promotion and money and effort and work by hundreds of people that have worked there and for so many decades. And, you know, it's a family business and the millions upon millions of dollars that goes into it. Yeah, the, 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 there's, I don't feel there's a wrestler bigger than the company. And I think Vince would be the first one to tell you that, McMahon, you know. Um, therefore, if you want out, and Vince is a pride-filled guy. Fine, no problem. I'll let you out. You want to? Hey, you got a year left on the out. You want? You're not. They're not going to make him stay. Not just Brock. Any guy or girl. I've seen it in TNA guys. I've seen it in TNA where guys have wanted out of their deals or girls wanted out of their deals and they let them out. I, I've heard of it in radio, for sure. We had it recently here in CBS without naming names with somebody. Dennis, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It was somebody who left CBS who wanted out early, and they let him out. Now, again, there's other things in the deal that, that happen. You know, there's, like I said, there's not competes, there's this, there's that. You know, there's different language, there's there's money involved. There's, you know, no one's privy to all of that stuff. So we don't know the truth on all that stuff, you know. But I do think if you put it in a, um, encompass it in one sentence, I do think that Vince would let Brock out if he wanted out. But WWE is not going to be sitting there you know, with their Johnson in their hand. They're going to, you know, they're going to make sure there's a non-compete, there's protection in there for the company because, and again, I'll, I'll smart you guys up how this works, right? So the reason why that is is because if you are the WWE, just because we're talking about them, right? So if you're Vince McMahon, you're the WWE, right? So you got to look at it like, hey, look, we put all this money and time, and let's just use Brock because Francis Kaufman talking about Brock. So we put all this money and time into Brock Lesnar, all these years of promotion and pushing him and having him, you know, you know, German suplex guys all over the ring and, and pushed him for years and years. And Brock has done his job in being in shape and being a fierce killer and, and living the part, looking the part, working the part. So Brock has done his job. So it's been a good, cohesive team between Brock and WWE. They've made a lot of money together, and that's the goal. The promotion wants to make money. The talent wants to make money, and the promotion, Vince, wants the talent to make money. And that's the truth, by the way. He does. That, I can tell you from experience. 
Vince wants the talent to make money. I promise you that. Now, it's time, let's just say, that relationship is going to end. It don't have to be Brock. It could be anybody else. Where you are going to part ways for whatever the reasons are? Well, if you're the WWE, you can't just let, you know, anyone just, just jump off your TV with all that push for all those years and all that money just to jump on TNA's TV or jump on UFC's, you know, pay-per-view. Because you're carrying over all that money and push and time that you had under our world in WWE while we were paying you and giving you a platform to apply your craft. So that's how companies look at this, not just WWE. That's how they look at it. That's why there's things called non-competes. Now, as some of you know, in some states here in America, non-competes don't hold up. They don't, you know, they're, they're really not, you can't, they, they don't work. They don't hold up in a court of law. Um, doesn't stop companies at times from putting them in contracts. Um, so anyway, uh Eddie Moskowitz here on Facebook Live, he's saying, is Brock leaving? I don't know, Eddie. I mean, maybe. I mean, that, that, that you know, uh, it could be. I don't, um, I don't know. I, I could try and find out. I don't know if I want to find out. I'd rather react organically watching SummerSlam to see what happens. Uh, I think when it gets cl- closer, I could kind of give a different perspective on it if he is leaving. Um, I'm not sure. Just just being honest. I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you. Um, I'm not really sure. You know, so. But it, it could happen. I mean, stranger things have happened, as the expression goes. And it's true. Hey, Miles in California, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? How's it going? Good, man. Yeah, man, I just wanted to take on Nia winning and the main event. The, well, the main event, I actually, to be frank, uh, I because I get up too early for work, I did not see the final final of it. Dennis, you saw the ending ending, right? I did, correct. Uh, and what they did was Brock, I'm sorry. Um, Roman ended up losing, right? Because Joe came out and choked him out and stuff like that. Yeah. There was no disqualification. I think yeah. it's smart. Uh, again, I didn't see that actual finish, but I heard about it and read about it, and Dennis told me too. Uh, that, for me, Miles, just my perspective, that's smart. you, you got to get the other components involved with the finish leading up to SummerSlam. Samoa Joe's your other component. Unfortunately, Brock Lesnar's your other component, and Brock's not involved with it. You know, so that's a little, you know, uh, that kind of stinks, you know. But business is business. Whatever the reasons are why they, he, Brock couldn't do it, I'm, I'm sure he left the building, I assume. Uh, but, you know, it, it, they, they have to do what they did with Samoa Joe coming out, interjecting himself in the match with Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman. I, I, it, it's a must, in my opinion. Thank you, Miles, for calling. Uh, what did he say something about Nia Jax? What was he asking me about What Nia do you J- think of, what's your take on Nia Jax winning? Uh, you know they're pushing her. That's my take. I don't know what to say. No, I'm just I don't. You know I don't know. I mean, they they like Nia a lot. I mean they're push. They've been pushing her, and uh, you know I mean I still think she's just my professional opinion. There's something not there with her. It's something missing. She's close. There's just something that to really give her that it factor. It's not athleticism. She's got that. It's not size. She's got that. She's got a good look. It's not that. Her promos, eh, so-so. It's not even the promos. There's something with her work. There's something not there. I just don't know what it is. Um, you know what I mean? So it's, 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 I don't know. It, you got to be careful when you try to push people that either aren't ready for the push or you're pushing them down people's throat and stuff like that. 
That's why I said at the top of this show, the whole stuff with um, Jason Jordan. What what they can do and what they should do with him and in, incorporate Emma because it will help too. And for those on Facebook Live, if you didn't catch it earlier, what I said, and you go back and watch the on-demand audio or video uh, later whenever you get a chance or whatever. Um, the deal, what I was saying, basically, for those that just joined the show here, it's just simple. You know, you have, in my opinion, if you in, in, encompass Naya, I'm sorry, uh, Emma into this, you have three components. You have Jason Jordan, you have Emma, you have Kurt Angle. Okay, you have Kurt Angle is over. Jordan is not and neither is Emma. Okay, you will help. You will help both Jordan and Emma if you get them in an angle together where this guy, Jason Jordan, is smitten with this girl. She's being a true heel where she's reeling him in, okay, just to get at his dad. And Kurt is pissed off, and Kurt is telling his new son, uh, hey, look, this girl's working you. You need to be focused, keep your eye on the prize, and all that kind of jazz. And finally, it gets to a point where Jason Jordan's like, the hell with you, Dad. Where were you my whole life? All of a sudden, you come into my life. I'm whatever. I'm 30 years old. Now you're going to tell me what to do? F off. You know, that type of thing. You know, that's what? F off. F off. That's what I would do. I mean, if I was them with this. So, um, and you're giving a rub. That's what it is. You're giving the rub. You're giving the rub. You're having Kurt give the rub to Jason Jordan and to Emma. They did nothing with Emma last night. She goes in the ring, has a good match, a three-way match. And then she just, you know, they have a tap out and for no reason. It's just I don't think you need to do that. Uh, by the way, I'm going to run a few minutes later. I didn't get a chance to talk for about a long match with um, uh, with uh, Dean Ambrose and uh, Cesaro. You know, uh, these guys, they had a good match. They definitely had a good match. I mean, they they worked. It was a lot. It seemed very long. And to me, when a match seems long, that means there's... It should never seem long, and that seemed long. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was amazing. I know a lot of people thought it was amazing. I don't think it was amazing. This, it's something missing for me with Dean Ambrose, like I said about Nia. I know Dean has been pushed to the moon, and they're still pushing him, and they like him, and uh, you know he's blue-collar, and that's the gimmick, and all that jazz. I got it. There's just something not there. There's another little element for him. That I don't know what it is, meaning... You know, uh, uh, Dean Ambrose that doesn't work for me in, in his work and his promo. There's just something missing for me, and I just don't know what it is. And I don't mean to be disrespectful. That's not my intent. I'm just being honest. Um, you know what I mean? I, I, it's just, just the way I see it. Um, did you like it, Dennis? I'm curious, that, that match. I actually did a lot, and I'm the past couple of weeks I've been with you, the, the Seth and Dean thing just hasn't connected with me. And when Dean put his fist out to do the shield bump and Seth turned him down, I'm all in. I'm all in now. I, they turned yeah. me in one. Well, I was going to get to that. I, I, I thought what they would have done, I'm thinking, I, I always think, all right, let's do a turn, let's do a turn. I'm big into the turns. I thought when Dean put his hand out that maybe right there that that's when you should have had uh, Seth Rollins attack him instead of walking away. Uh, just And have Seth turn full-blown heel. But they like going lately with this gray, you know, gray stuff where it's like, all right, so do, now do we boo Seth or do we not? Seth Rollins, do, what do we do? You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. It's just, I don't know. I, I still believe sometimes you got to go full ball with stuff. And I think you had an opportunity there to just have him attack. You seem to be made a face and you don't agree with that. I, I don't. I think it's because 
Seth's babyface run has been a little lackluster for me, and Dean's run is like the tw- I guess, he's a tweener, right? I guess like mm. whatever they're trying to do with him. Uh, he's always been like a little bit uh, blue collar, and it's been lackluster itself. Austin, so yeah, yeah. Let's try and I, I almost they've got a lot of similarities to Cesaro and Sheamus. I mean, it's obviously they're on a bigger scale in the sense that they were pushed much harder, but the two of them, Cesaro and Sheamus, were kind of at a, a no man's land where it's like, all right, what do we kind of do? And they put them together for that best of seven. It was like, all right, let's throw them together. And it, it's time for a Shield reunion mm-hmm. of, of sorts. And I think we're getting that with, with Dean and Seth. And I think the crowd's obviously into it. And people are invested. And now I am too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Um. You'll, you'll come around. <laughs> nah, Maybe you won't. Who I knows? don't think I will. Um, I'm not. Something. I'm just not. I just. It doesn't. Some. I, you know. That's booking. That's how booking is. That's why some guys deserve. Uh, some guys get a bigger push than other guys with different promoters. I mean, with bookers, that's booking, folks. I mean, you uh, you like apples, I like oranges. I mean, that's that's really it. It's beauty's in the eye to behold. I say it all the time. Uh, I'm not saying that, that. Look, I've been a big fan of Seth Rollins for a long time, uh, and I even go back to when he was Tyler Black, you know, Ring of Honor. I mean, I always was a fan. I was I was in TNA, and I was trying to get this guy in TNA. I thought the guy was amazing. I knew he'd be a big star. None of that shocked me, just by the way he works, his promos, his look, everything. This guy's got the whole. He looks different. Uh, well, that's how he always looked different. No one now he doesn't look different now because everybody's got long wet hair and it's black. So there, you know. But uh, but anyway. The thing is, like, uh, Dean Ambrose, just it's just something, I, you know, something's not there for me. I don't know what it is. It's just, and I, and I don't mean to be rude. I know the guy's paid his dues. He's been around a long time. So I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the guy. I, I, don't, I'm, I don't believe in disrespecting uh, uh, talent and wrestlers. I mean, because I, being from that world for so many years, I, I have nothing but the utmost respect for all the men and women. So I, I, I kind of... You know, I don't like to say that too much, but I, I just got to be honest. You know, I'm just saying, like, it's just something not there. Um, I, I don't know what it is. So, it, you know, and sometimes you don't have to know what it is. It's just what they call the it factor. You know, it's just is it there or is it not? I mean, and what's there for you might not be there for me. And at the end of the day, it matters what one guy thinks if you work for WWE, and that's, you know, Vince. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, sure. I mean, I'm sure he listens to Stephanie. And Hunter or Shane or his head writers on, hey, let's push this guy more. Or he's listening to, to Brian James or whatever because he trusts these people and he should. These are people that are true professionals, that have earned their stripes, that have a good eye for talent. But, you know, not everybody's going to like the same guy. Sometimes it just doesn't work. And it, it, I don't know. It's just that's been like that in wrestling for years. That'll be booking and wrestling forever. That's just wrestling booking. Um Fans think that they know what's wrong with a guy or why a guy, and not the stereotype fans, but a lot of times, I mean, I don't feel that you, you, there are so many, like, um, elements that goes into, okay, let's push this guy. Okay, let's push this girl. Okay, let's slow down pushing this guy. Let's slow down pushing this girl. Sometimes that slowdown has nothing to do with what's going on in the ring. It has nothing to do sometimes with what's going on with the microphone. It could be someone's conduct backstage or attitude backstage or sometimes you got to be careful. 
just didn't get heat in the locker room. We've been hearing this lately about uh, Enzo Amore, that he's got some heat in the locker room, you know? So, I, I, I mean, who knows? I don't know. Um, uh, I, I really don't. I don't know. I don't. I, I Years ago, I was told I had heat in the locker room, and I didn't. I never. I don't believe it. Um, you had heat in WWE. I didn't like you. I, really? When you first came in, yeah, you had a lot of heat. But I never had a problem with anybody. I got along great with everybody. All the guys and girls that worked as wrestlers, production, everybody. I never had heat with anybody. <laughs> I, I stayed there almost a decade and, and segued into one of the most prestigious jobs you could have as a, as a broadcaster, as a color commentator. But you have a job for life. Yeah, they really hated me. <laughs> Let's pay you a powerful six figures to go and, and talk about what you know and wrestle and talk about wrestling. Yeah, I know they hated me. I had a lot of heat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you can't go by some of the shit you hear and you read, dude. You get People need to realize that with some of these reporters or dirt sheets or whatever, especially now with social media, it's a cesspool, man. It's a cesspool. And I'm telling you mother effers right now, okay? I'm telling you straight up, okay? There are people from the wrestling companies that maybe one guy, it could take one guy that wrestled or is a writer in the company. That has an agenda what hypothetically Enzo or what, you know, whatever, Randy Orton, whoever it is. He has an, end, an issue with Randy, whatever. And all that guy needs to do is be that cancer and be a stooge and go to the office. I'm sorry, not the office. And go to the, the dirt riders or, or put it on social media and not as him. You know, it's a sneaky, underhanded thing. And it's been going on in, in the wrestling business for years upon years upon years. You know, and, and that's just the way it goes. Is stooges. And if they have an agenda with one guy or girl, they try their best to bury two reporters or people. And these reporters and and some of these dirt sheet people, these writers of, you know, whatever, websites, if they're doing podcasts, whatever, they will gravitate right away to someone who's giving them info. Info, I should say. And don't realize that these people giving this info are basically, they have an agenda. And and that's that's the biggest problem. There's an agenda. And they don't, these people just want content. At the end of the day, like uh, Ray Baker, right here on Facebook Live, he said fake news. You are fake news. Exactly right. Hook in the side. It's exactly what it is. And that's been going on in the effing wrestling business forever. I've been a victim of it. We'll watch that. I've been a victim of it. It's it's total. It's it's just ridiculous. I mean, there are. <clears throat> it, it it doesn't take anything. It could take someone going on a shoot interview. It could take someone going on a podcast. It could just take someone stu- being the stooge thing is the problem. That's the biggest problem. And 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 this younger generation, they still have it. I think it's harder for these guys than it was for my generation because of everyone has a a vertical on a website or a podcast or they're writing something for their Instagram account or whatever. So, you know what I mean? Like, so everyone needs content that never been in the locker room (laughs) or that never laced up a pair of boots or that never driven down the road or never sacrificed away from their family or never busted their fucking body up to the point that they they have nerve damage throughout their system you know so but they but they want to go and they they are going to be experts and they're going to be you know they're going to get info from stooges and stuff like that from someone who has an agenda and it's just it's just 
such bullshit. And it just, it really is, uh, you know, it, it really is, um, uh, it gets to a point where it's like, you know, what will it ever be fixed? And I don't think it will. I just think it's, you know, part of media, even though it is fake news. And it's just been part of wrestling for a, a long time. Um, you get what I'm saying here, right, dude? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know. You're doing a phenomenal job as usual. Well, I don't, I'm not looking to make you happy, okay? You understand? Oh, you're uh, excellent insight. <clears throat> so, anyway. I was looking at some of the comments, Facebook Live. Some of these people are getting a little too comfy. Some of the stuff, not not towards me, like towards each other. They're getting a little crazy with each other. Some people are disrespecting. Guys, I'm telling some of you guys right now, I mean, if you're disrespecting each other, like, there are people who monitor this thing, and it's it's not me, and it's not Anthony, and it's not Dennis, it's not anyone you know. And, you know, Facebook Live is a gift for you guys, and I hate to sound like a dick, but I'm being honest. Um, it's, you know, so if you don't care about, you know, being locked off of there or blocked, whatever the hell the terminology is, I don't, I'm not a big Facebook guy, so I wouldn't know. But you just be careful, because, uh, you, you know, that it's just, you'll be Gonski. <laughs> you know, and uh, and it's the it's the CBS um, social media people, and they have different uh, IT security teams and stuff like that, and all the talent that work for them they they monitor the sites and they monitor programming, especially live programming like Facebook Live. So if people are interacting in the wrong way, it's it's you're gonna hurt yourself. Uh, trust me, you know it's um well. If you're disrespecting one another or somebody, each other, whatever, on Facebook Live, it's like, you know, uh, what, what, you have no balls. What are, you, what are you doing? Like, are you a tough guy? You know? Mm. Uh, I'm serious. Like, what, what are you doing, dude? I mean, you know? I don't know. Maybe from, I'm from a different generation. I mean, I don't, you know. No, you're spot on with this one. <laughs> no, I mean, like, you know. Don't matter. I, I, it's as simple as them telling me, hey, uh, dude. You know what? We're not. We're not. You, no Facebook Live for the next, you know, three weeks. Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm not dying on a hill. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. We gain no nothing. No nothing financial. CBS, me, nobody by doing Facebook Live. So I'm just letting you know. It's that simple. Uh, we can just kill it. It don't matter to me. It really. It really doesn't. So. Some of you guys acting like badasses, and it's a total pussy move, you know, that you're going out there talking shit on there. So, you know, man up, you know. So that's really the deal. Um, before I go, I want to, uh, I want to get, I want to play, the, I want to hear the uh, spitballing with sports, even though we're in the fifth quarter here. I want to hear the new open. It was revised, Correct. Correct. I was watching a little bit during the break. Uh, Jay Cutler is in is in uh, camp now. He's already suited up, um, and uh, I guess this will be part of Spitball and Sports. No, let's play the open. I'm going to give you some thoughts on Jay Cutler one more time here. Let's do this. Let me hear this. I hope it's good, dude. Nah, me too. Nobody provides wrestling insight quite like Tabs, but he's more than just a wrestling expert. He's breaking down the big game, the X's and O's, giving you the hardball analysis you won't find anywhere else. He's knocking it out of the park. Jeez, did you use enough cliches there? <laughs> the Taz Show presents Spitballing with Sports. Just stick to wrestling. 
Well, guess who made a cameo, huh? A double. Never fails. Never fails. Uh, you know what this needs? <laughs> More me. <laughs> I actually like it. It's ten times better than yesterday, so thanks, thank the crew. Uh, Adam Wise on Facebook Live. Anquan Bolden in Buffalo. You're damn right. Yes. I'm in. I love it. We got the big man. Big man with the big hands. He's going to catch some balls, and I'm in. Tyrod Taylor's got himself a weapon. I like this move. Dennis, you're in? I do like Anquan Bolden a lot. I think it's an excellent addition for your yes, squad. Yes. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I like it a lot. One-year deal, Jones. We're in. Speaking of one-year deals, I was talking about the Dolphins. I was talking about Jay Cutler. Oh, boy. Yeah, so Jay Cutler had some footage of him. I was looking at on TV while I was doing a show during a break earlier. And they showed him doing some drills live from Davie, Florida, where the Miami Dolphins camp is, football camp. And uh, he was doing some drills. He's already in gear. He's suited up, ready, ready to play. And he's doing drills, like, weaving in and out of, uh, you know, probably four or five dummies. Like, to act like it's like a defensive line or something. He's weaving with his feet. He's got a ball in hand. And then Matt Moore went. Matt Moore was about 100 times faster than Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler kind of looks in shape, but, man, his footwork is nowhere near the speed of Matt Moore. I didn't realize how quick Matt Moore was just doing drills. Then again, that's drills. And that's just saw a little snippet. But I'm thinking, isn't there like, Dennis, this is pretty good. Like, isn't there like, like, you know, like in high school, like a certain amount of practices you got to get in before you put gear on? Like, you know, like... <laughs> That's not true like in, that in the NFL, right? That's true in high school. I think yeah. uh, in the NFL you could just roll out of bed and play. I think so. I mean, it's not like, hey, you got to have 10 practices uh, without gear on. You know what I mean? And before you can play in the game, you got to have whatever, five practices in gear. Yeah, I think they'll make an exception for Jay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with Jay Cutler. But, yeah, uh, I just want to mention that. I mean, it's kind of a short version of uh, spitball and sports because I'm wrapping this bitch up right now. So that's really it. But um, anyway. I, don't know, I, 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 people are saying there's uh, definitely we're better quarterbacks floating around out there. And then you and I were talking off air, Dennis. You said one of your buddies said to you, is, so is this like the best quarterback going against Tom Brady in the AFC East now? Jay Cutler? Is that, that the question your friend asked? That was the, uh, yeah, one of the guys from downtown. He put it on his Twitter and it was, it's like, you know what? The, the only one that jumped out to me was when Drew Bledsoe was on the Bills for a little. Yeah, but outside of that, I mean, if if Jay Cutler's not the best quarterback in the AFC since Brady's time, he's the second best. And such a sports radio bullshit you people talking. So sick of this. Stop it already. First of all, give some love to Tyrod Taylor. That's the first thing. Give a little love to Tyrod. Tyrod's very good, but okay. we're just saying happy birthday to the guy the other day. Okay, give a little flawlessly. Love okay. Aaron Hall, Mary Daniels. John James Bill says I don't know what was his real name and what was it. Who would you rather have? Cutler or Tyrod Taylor? I'm in Tyrod all day, dude. Yes. I like Tyrod. I, I like I like a mobile quarterback. A guy who could run, a guy who could move, make things happen. And that's Tyrod. I like I, I like Michael Vick back in the day. You know, I like Randall Cunningham back in the day. I like guys that could move. Um you know, I mean, I've not, I'm not against a straight drop back traditional big quarterback like a Ben Roethlisberger. Don't get me wrong. Uh, back in the day, I saw Dan Marino just chop people up, especially my Jets back then. So, uh, you know, look at Here's the thing. Back to this quarterback thing with the AFC East and you and the radio talk and you and your, your buddy there, Dennis. Um, it's no such thing as a quarterback going against another quarterback. That's just a stupid comment because it never happens. It's, it's asinine. 
It's an offense going against defense. So, I, you know, I don't buy all that crap. I don't. You know, okay, if you want to say, okay, so Tom Brady's been the best AFC quarterback in the history of the AFC. Okay, fine. Okay, no problem. Okay, that's great. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? But, I mean, I, I, you can't say, well, so is Tom Brady now the best quarterback going against Jay Cutler or vice versa? That's just a stupid thing to me. Do you get my drift? I get it, but I disagree with it. I think teams in the AFC East, they know, especially Patriots week, they know the Patriots are probably going to put up at least 28 points, if not more. Doesn't that add pressure to the quarterback, knowing, like, all right, I got to go out there. You got to. And if you play football, there's pressure to the offense, to the defense, to the team. It's not just the quarterback. Right, but but who gets the glory? Like, who gets the wins, losses? Nobody knows the best win loss record for an offensive lineman. There's no way Matt Stack would have felt that pressure, bro. Well, that's because Matt Stack was the Tom Brady of uh, of Section 9. Good point. They were coming for us. Newberg was was the Tyrod Taylors and the Cutlers. Newberg. You said Newberg? I said it. Newberg! Um. I don't know, bud. I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking that um, I'm thinking that this guy here, what's his name? Jake Cutler. Jake Cutler. I'm thinking that he's actually going to do pretty good. I don't, I'm not a fan of his. I go back to the offensive coordinator. I'm sorry, the head coach was his old coordinator. And, and that, to me, that's a big deal. Because as most people know that follow football, Usually the OC is dialed in to the quarterback, besides the quarterback coach. So the OC is dialed in, and that's who, what's his name? Uh, Adam Gase, Gase is the head coach of the Dolphins, and he was this guy here, you know, his, his offensive coordinator for, for, you know, what's his name, for uh, Cutler. I think that's going to help. I do. But, um, I don't know, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I'm, I, look, everybody in their mother has the Patriots winning again in the AFC East. They have it done. Have it done. They do. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of this shit. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. And they make it like every other team in the AFC East is going to suck. And it's like, why even watch football? Why? I listened to Joe and Evan yesterday. I was driving home on WFN. And they're crying and whining again. Ah, oh, the Pats are going to win again because they're both Jeff fans. Ah, oh, the Jets are going to lose again. Damn it. You know, you're already sinking the ship. Okay, now I know the Jets had a, a traumatic injury to their top wide receiver yesterday. If you heard, you heard about this, Dennis? Quincy Anunwa. Yeah, neck, he has a bulging disc in his neck. The poor kid, he's got to have surgery. He's going to be out six to nine months, which basically means this whole season. He's done. Dunsky. So that sucks for this kid, and it sucks for the Jets and for the Jets uh, fans. So, you know, look. I, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and look, no one can knock the Patriots' success and their legacy and all that. And they're a dynasty. I, you know, I'm not an idiot. I, I don't like them. You know, I, I hate them. Day, night, cold, hot. But, I, you know, I respect their success. And I mean, including Brady, including Belichick. I mean, God, you know, there's no doubt about it. These guys are first ballot Hall of Fame famous as soon as they hang them up. They're done. Boom. In. Put them right in. I mean, there's no doubt. And maybe we can stop talking about them for a little while. But... You know, I, I don't know. I, I think in the AFC, the AFC East got it. But the AFC in general, I think don't sleep on the Oakland Raiders. I think the Oakland Raiders are going to be pretty good. They're not Oakland. Are they Vegas yet? Not yet. Okay, I think the Raiders are going to be legit. 
I like Marshawn Lynch. I think Marshawn Lynch coming in is going to be a big deal. I think Lynch, I think, you know, Beast Mode is going to run amok. Uh, I, 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 I like the quarterback. I love Camille Mack. You know that linebacker, 52? Buffalo. That's right. Killer. Big Khalil Mack fan. Stud, though. I don't care where he plays. He's a stud. Uh, they got a. They have a, uh, a safety. He's a two-year pro from West Virginia. Oh, man. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Bitch. Uh, you got a roster on there? I'm looking. Yeah. He's a safety. Oh, man. From West Virginia. God, what is his name? I just had the tip of my tongue. I watched him play when he was at West Virginia in college. Oh, man. This kid is just a great safety. Hits like a truck. Not a big guy. He's only about 5'11", 5'10". Carl Joseph? Carl Joseph. He is... This kid has got a big upside. He's a he's a very, very, very good uh, safety, good defensive back. Uh, their whole team's good. I mean, I just think the Raiders are going to be dominant. I do. In the AFC. Uh, I mean, we'll get into some football predictions soon here. I know I'm not talking wrestling. Sorry. Some people are going to get upset. Stick to wrestling. Yeah, no, you see people leaving Facebook Live. Oh, he's not talking wrestling. I'm leaving. Narrow-minded. There's the door. Yeah, yeah. Don't let the door hit you with a good lord split you, biatch. Yes. Classic. <laughs> I don't, that saying never gets old. Oh, yeah. I don't like cliches, but that one I love. Mike Ward sticking with the Ravens as long as Colin doesn't join the team. Colin Kaepernick. Got more heat than a monster in a Godzilla movie. Mm-mm-mm. Francisco Torres. Mac is uh, reminiscent of a young Dennis Jones at linebacker. Uh, what do you mean, no? Not a shot. Um, but I hear you. Nice try on that. Francisco, you're being a gentleman, I think. No, no, he he's on to something. <laughs> Easy, Boz. Look, uh, third and long. I wasn't sitting there in middle linebacker. They said, we need a sack. I said, put me at the end. Third and long, they sat you and put a guy who could run. <laughs> <laughs> no, not true. Hey, yeah, you hear how pissed he gets? You uh, knocked his ego down a little bit Oh, there. yeah, he got pissed, man. That was funny. <laughs> He's like, no, not true. Third and long, we need someone who's got wheels. Jones, get off the field. No, coach, give me <laughs> and I'm a captain. Come and get me. <laughs> Sitting like Aleister Black in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not leaving. <laughs> I don't know. We're wrapping this bitch up. All right. Well, another uh, fun edition. Uh, I had fun. I don't know about you guys, but I did. Pfft, speak for you guys. Uh, the show uh, felt right. Went good. Gave you a lot of raw chatter earlier in the show here. Went through a lot of stuff. We're at the ninety-one percent. So we'll see uh, what the you know the big bamboozle before Brooklyn. If they uh, if the big bosses bosses let us do it. We'll see what happens. I got an email earlier that said from the big, big bosses. I can't tell you what that is, though. But, oh, Lordy B, it's good news. It has nothing to do with the big bamboos before Brooklyn, but it's it's big. That was smooth. The BBB really just rolled off the tongue. Why be- is JSIU uh, trend, trending right now? Dolphins running back JSIU will not practice today. He's out confirmed with a concussion August 2nd. That's a little old news. Well, I don't know why he's trending right now before we wrap up. I'm just curious. We're talking about the Dolphins. I didn't see this until just now. He had a concussion. He must be out still if he has a concussion. 
He's a stud. That kid can run his ass off. He's real good. Hey, when's Hard Knock start? Tonight? I think it does, actually. Wait, no, Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? Buccaneer Jones. Yeah, the Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I I used to love the Hard Knocks. I'm I'm, going to watch it again. I kind of... It got a little too plastic for me. It got a little too contrived and worked, and these guys are really playing to the camera a lot. Like, you know... I remember the first couple of years they did it, it felt raw. It felt real. You know what I mean? Um, it's kind of like. I don't know. Tuesday, August 8th. So tonight. 10 p.m. tonight. Interesting, 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 interesting. All right. Well, that's a wrap, kids. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Seriously. Uh, thank you so much for interacting with the show on Twitter or Facebook Live or on the uh, Gimme Chat. Instagram, whatever you did, I appreciate you. We're back at you tomorrow. For everybody at the Taz Show, I'm Taz. You're not. Adios. Get a whole new perspective on Ram 1500 and Ram Heavy Duty. Motor Trend's back-to-back truck of the year at the Ram Start Something New sales event. Now during Owner Appreciation Month, financing at $11,250 in total values on the 2019 Ram 1500 Classic Bighorn Crew Cab. Hurry in for great deals during the Ram Start Something New sales event. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Package values based on combined value of package items. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery from dealer stock by 2-3-2020.